thinking about it. It's called Here all, Comes Your Man. Almost, almost all the Pixies songs are great. They're I'm one of those Dan bands. is a big Pixies mark. Like, and like, he's turned I, his kids into Pixies When I first marks. listened to him, I was like, this is boring. I came back a year later. I was like, this is okay. I came back a year later. I was like, this <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only thing I ever want to listen to again. <laughs> I've been Del Rey. Are we recording now? Well, yeah, we're recording now. Okay. I've been listening to nothing Yeah, after we got done shitting on a person. <laughs> I decided to- <laughs> We didn't shit on him. <laughs> we shit at him. <laughs> we shit around him. <laughs> I've been listening to I've, all the uh, available Lana Del Rey stuff for free on uh, Amazon. I've downloaded all of it. And well, give me, on, give me a, it's uh, on a loop. Give me an introduction here. I mean, what is she, what is her shtick? Hold on, that's not what I wanted. Let me go back. Let me go to my library. Is she uh, indie ish? Is she like uh, she's like uh, she's all indie jazz trip hop. Like sounds intriguing. Like philosophical, like like philosophical bourgeois pop. Yeah, and like and she talks about fucking a lot. Neat. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's insanely hot. Oh man, is a bad man, but I can't deny the way he holds my hand and he grabs me. He has me by my heart. He doesn't mind to have a Las Vegas past. He doesn't mind to have a way about me he loves me with every beat of his cocaine heart swimming pool glimmering darling white bikini off with my red nail polish watch me in the sun yeah, like bright it. blue let it get into it this is one song Also, definitely has Asperger's. Oh, man, it's a tough man, it's so obvious, so especially when you watch her uh, Night Live performance that everybody shit on. She sounds fine. It's just she's really awkward up there because she's. I watched her a uh, performance from just last year. Also, still really awkward on stage. Like she hasn't. That's because she's sober now. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. You should. There's performances where she looks great, and then when she. Oh, she looks. She looked fantastic. Dude. She's fucking hot. But uh, I don't. It's, the, I just don't like the choreography. Like it, when it gets into the off to the races part, she kind of. <laughs> she does. What she I is, think she does the funniest. Like whatever she thinks is funniest is what they're going to do for the choreography. <laughs> like, it would, she would get into the. <laughs> and sometimes she forgets to sing. <laughs> like she forgets to sing live, and there's a, there's a backing track because there's a backing track for everybody now. <laughs> I think she's fucking tremendous. But this is just one song out of hundreds. Well, let me just say that she's, I don't care for that. Song. She's stylistically diverse from song to song and album to album. Yeah, she does torch songs like uh, unrequited love type songs okay. that are like filthy. <laughs> that are, I mean, but she's fucking tremendous. I didn't know I would like her. I knew John played me some of her songs, and I like those. And then I got, in, I watched the um, Amy documentary on Amy Winehouse, and I downloaded her album, and it 
recommended her shit, so I started listening to her shit, and it's all I've been listening to for four fucking days. Anyway, Shwammo, Tis I the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash. Once again, we are here at episode 218 of Pillow Fort Radio. As always, I am joined by the former intercontinental champion, the White Samoan, the sentient mountain, the boomer bog trotter, the, illegitimate, the Irish assassin, the illegitimate son of animal, the illegitimate son of hawk. <laughs> I look more like animal except for my hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> old Chucky Tater Sex over there. And as always, the greatest claw machine. This claw machinist, there it is, claw machinist of all go. time. Um, the dirty shame, Juna, um, that the the Rebecca De Mornay of regenerative farming. So Johnny Liberty, God, loads. that's a that's a fucking that's a poll. Rebecca De Mornay, right, Rebecca De Mornay. <laughs> Somebody watched a risky business recently. I did. Not really. No. Like I'm it. boycotting anything she's in. Well, I'm boycotting anything Tom Cruise is in because he's a cunt. What about if um, he accepts the fight with Justin Bieber? Oh, of course, we're gonna watch that. Would you uh, root yeah, but for? Who, but who are you rooting for? Who, who wins? I'm rooting against them both. I want them both to get hurt in the fight. You're rooting for a run-in? Yes. Who I would... want it to be. I want it to be Animal and Pulamolkis with a hockey mask on, like he did. <laughs> <laughs> after they bash, after Warlord bashed his head into that fucking bench after he did that 550 pound bench. Sometimes there's like two people fighting, like. Uh, in the wrestling thing, if the match sucks, we just kind of start rooting for the referee. <laughs> when, uh, me and me and Frampton, we just kind of start marking out for the ref. I don't know if those guys like it, but what I can say to them best counter is, in the is, business uh, is uh, wrestle better. If you don't like that, <laughs> <laughs> has Max wrestled anymore? Uh, I think she's on the next one. Why do they give us off so so long in between? Is every she wrestling other, for other promotions? Every. I don't. Maybe. Probably. She's. They're not from. She's not from around here. I think she's from Michigan or something. Hmm. But uh, they do every other month. The last one was on June first, and this next one's going to be on August seventeenth. Is she rests on this time? I think that they're doing a tag team match. Her and her and the gate. The the gal that she wrestled before are teaming up because it's they. It's not Laura Loveless, is it? I think it is. No, okay. it's not Laura Loveless. It's Haley Shadows. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Because wrestling names are dumb. But they're also good. Whatever. The dogs are fighting anyway. How's everybody doing? <laughs> good. Good. Pretty good. All right. <laughs> That's it. I had myself a day yesterday. <laughs> if anybody is interested in that. Uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> All righty. We're not the best color men in the business for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I got up and I did the yoga. Then I decided I want to go on a hike, and I texted both of you, and uh, neither of you were available. I gave you zero notice because I was leaving as soon as the hints in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to think about that like an hour before. Now, if if somebody would have answered within fifteen minutes, I would have waited. That's my fun idea. That's my you did, generous. and you said no. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, <laughs> I kept going. I was in another county. You were somewhere else, but uh, I went up and did the Long Point Trail. It's, it's a nice trail. I like it. It was easy, too, this time. Was there a stray cat at the beginning of it? I did not see a stray Brian cat. Brian Setzer. Was Brian, Brian, Brian Setzer? Setzer was not there, but okay. the orchestra was. Okay. The orchestra was there. I was like, oh, where's Brian? They're like, oh, he's <laughs> taking a break. He's out there doing the stray cat strut, Yeah, and he'll be back in a minute. 
Jesus fuck. <laughs> but I did the I did the trail and it was uh, easy. Um, I learned that Asian people are rude. Like it's it's a cultural thing. Like they they keep their heads down and they bump right into you. Like on the trail. Hmm. Like a whole fucking family of them, like sixteen of them, just walked right by me and all of them fucking shoulder blocked me. I'm like, hey guys. I could fuck all of you up. <laughs> all of you. I don't I care what like kind that. of jitsu you know. You're all a buck 20. How about giving the man some space, please? Okay. And everybody looked at me weird because I'm sweating because I don't go out. I didn't go out there just to stroll and look at nature. I barely even looked up. I, I trudged through this fucking course here. That's not I was good. covered in. Well, I mean, I wanted to exercise. Sure. Trying, trying, to get, trying to get his heart rate up, get there and back. But the the view is part of the fun. Yeah, I mean, that's at the end. I sat I mean, for fifteen minutes. I looked. At I mean, the there's view. a there's a I even took some pictures. There's quite a gradient of people who who range from barely able to walk on the trail strolling to people who are straight up sprinting the fucking trails and everything in between. So I, you well, were probably like a five. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sprinting, but I was Out of ten. I, I likened it. I told him or earlier four. that I was uh, walking at a pace to keep up with somebody that has long legs. I wasn't trying to kill myself, but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't just out for a meander. A brisk. Walk. I wasn't meandering. A brisk walk. I wasn't milling about. There was no moseying. I was oh, absolutely not moseying. I would have been angry if I saw someone moseying. This uh, the the family of Asians. They were getting after it, but they just. I mean, yes. I'm he. I'm giant compared to you. I'm, I'm huge. How about you look up? Pay some respect well, to this white man, <laughs> and you move over a foot. Well, it's a it's a personal space thing too. They have no uh, yeah. If they're from space China. Thing. They have no thing. No, yeah. They they will sit on your dick if that's <laughs> if that's where the I would have been is. okay with that, especially the kids. Uh, what? We're the world's number one anti pedophilia podcast. <laughs> we were just Everybody testing to see if our, just uh, testing to see if anybody got a rise out there. If if you if did, you did kill report yourself. yourself. Yeah. Kill yourself. <laughs> this, this has been a test. This has been a test of the emergency <laughs> pedophile system. <laughs> the EPS. Emergency pedophile report system. EPRS. But yeah, I did that. Then I came home and uh, showered up, and I went and saw the Spider-Man movie. It's pretty good. Cinem- pretty good or really good? Go really good. Park Place? Yeah. And then I walked from Park Place. I, hadn't eat, I didn't eat anything all, all day until after the movie. And I went to uh, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's makes a good sandwich. And I got their sandwich, and I thought the way their sandwiches are listed, I thought like the regular sandwich was like a six inch, and the giant one would be a twelve inch. No, sandwich. their regular sandwich. The regular like sandwich nine. is like a nine, and their and their uh, and their giant one is like a thirty six inch sandwich. So I got a giant one <laughs> and I ate the entire thing because in, it was the first thing I ate in one day. sitting. Oh yeah, this is the only nice. thing I had. Which one did you get? I got like the roast beef, with the like the regular ass roast beef. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, I go to those places, but I don't get anything crazy on it. There's no avocado on my sandwich. There's no. There's no. Uh, I don't know. No green stuff. That's not necessary. <laughs> I got the lettuce and the sprouts. It's good. It's solid. They're I mean, they, good. they pretty much just come how they come. It's like yeah, it's not it's Subway not where you're like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and with these sprinkles, it's not the real. They don't say it like that. No, definitely. Not. Actually, actually, some of them do. Some of them probably do say mozzarella. Uh, I'm sure if you worked there, give me the gabagool. If you worked at Subway, you'd be like, you're being a little tame. Have you ever been? It. Have you ever been to a Mexican place where somebody orders the food in a, in Spanish with a really hard accent? It is so uncomfortable. Oh God. Yeah, like a newscast. I went out with a, a friend of mine, a girl, and she's awesome. We went out. It's been years ago. 
and uh, I can't remember. We I was helping her move, and then we went down when we went to eat dinner afterwards. And she speaks good Spanish, but she had to make sure that she spoke Spanish at the at the Mexican restaurant. Got to flaunt this off. Uh, and I was like. I'm so I, was over there, I was over there doing this in, inside, and, it, and I'm just sitting there like... And you know they're talking shit about her in the back. I mean, I, I appreciate you trying, but your accent's terrible. That's some garbage Mexican Spanish. So is theirs. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah I don't Mexican think, Spanish is I don't think it's awkward at all. I think, I mean, having gone through 10 million whatever Spanish classes in college and high school and whatnot, I don't, there, there's nothing awkward to me about trying to speak someone else's language to assimilate and, say, and show, hey, I'm, I'm interested in your culture. There's nothing weird about that to me. Well, I ran. I do. I, I do speak Spanish. I don't have a, a bad accent though, because I I studied it. But I do speak Spanish to the when it's just me. I go to a Mexican restaurant. I I try to. But that's a I little, try to stay. I think that's a little different. And I'll ask them, "Am I saying this right? Sure. Como se dice? How do you say? Yeah. And I try to. It's because that little bit of brushing up, mm-hmm. whatever, once a week or whenever I or whatever, uh, is enough to keep is enough to keep the the um. The spicy butthole spirit alive mm. in my brain, spicy so that I can spirit. speak with the. <laughs> I can't do those. Um, I actually can't either. That's a uvular trill. It's supposed to be a, a tongue trill. Um, I used to run in, in Cedar Point, uh, and it was two thousand. I ran a kitchen in Spanish. All the kids were from Colombia and were very Americanized. Oh, were uh, they like punk rock music and? Were awesome. I mean, they were they were my friends for that summer, and um, they were my friends. <laughs> well, they Such were a I mean, sad thing to say. I, 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 for for that summer, well, I hung out with them, and they wanted me to come down to Columbia, and they didn't get to see. They, I don't think they 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 grasped the fact that that's that's a bit difficult because all of them were wealthy. Like they, oh, were, yeah. <laughs> they were all well, they, they were from they very well to slum it. Well, they were very well to do. You know, they were showing me pictures of. Where they lived and stuff, and they were definitely part of the aristocracy, you know. So, hey, it's Cleet Sanderson. Cleet Sanderson, fucking Bronco Swanson's just walking in here like he owns the fucking Dip place. Dip Shittington. And no, I'm Dip Shittington. Oh. <laughs> He's got a large drink from Tudor's from Two Doors Biscuit. Tudor's tea. We're in George. Fucking John Cena's here. <laughs> did you happen to bring headphones? I didn't. It's I tremendous. I don't need the fucking things. I can hear you. All right, I'm going to have to test your mic. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good. We did it. Where do we plug this in at? Plug it into there. Plug it in. Plug it in. Oh, the uh, subject before I got here, what were we talking about, ladies? He was, we, he was talking about how he worked in a uh, kitchen. And with, I ran it in Spanish. He ran it. He ran it in Spanish, even though he doesn't know how to speak Spanish. He knows a little bit of it. Can you hear through yeah. the buds? Oh yeah, I can hear. All it. right. No, I mean, it wasn't. It was fun, but it, it was also because, you know, you're running a Cedar Point kitchen. It's got to be busy. Time is yeah. of the essence. Yeah. So I don't have time to explain shit when their English, while good, on the fly is not the best. Me you know English that impossible. <laughs> yeah. Ralph Wickham. Um, so I had to just learn, you know, a, a core, a, a large core of foods and stuff in Spanish so I could just ask for that. You know right. what I mean? So it, it, there were no real interrogatives learned or any of that shit. It was just. What's an interrogative? Who, what, where, when, why. 
Exactly. Yeah. Inter- That's exactly in- what I'm interrogative. asking. Interrogative. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Now it makes sense. Yeah. But we have to change. You have to change the stress of words. Did I in say English. it wrong? No, you said it right. No, I was, but if, I but was if, just uh, fucking but around, you, bud. Oh, okay. But if you say interrogative, we're supposed to be comedy podcast. Uh, I got you. It yeah. makes sense instead of self-loathing. Not some <laughs> nerd learning clusterfuck. <laughs> um, but then actually, it came in in. Uh, and handy because then I lived in Toledo for a while, and no, that was what, awful. And um, <coughs> I worked at Olive Garden, and a lot of their kitchen staff was in Spanish. Ooh, I love the breadsticks there. Do you? I worked in the back with all the breadsticks. Did you? Did you yeah. make the breadsticks? I gained like the, eighty that, pounds. Is that your slang for <laughs> Latino kitchen workers? When you the came bread in, sticks. <laughs> when you came in, did you clap no. your hands and say, "Time to make the breadsticks"? <laughs> God, I wish I had. I, I probably said that more than once. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I was I was the guy in the back making the Alfredo and all that stuff in giant steam kettles. You were jerking off Alfredo. Yeah. Alfredo Garcia. Alfredo Garcia. <laughs> right. Okay. He was okay. the sous chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, they had a few guys in the kitchen who could barely speak English. So I was up there one time helping and I and they were they were asking for plates. And Nestor, they, <laughs> the guy, didn't get it. The so, Christmas donkey? <laughs> So everybody's trying to get him to get plates, and they're all getting pissed off. And I just, I just yell over, I'm like, "Fuck!" Just I was like, "Nestor, necesito platos por favor, grandes." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> right. And everybody looks at me, and all the Mexican people looked at me because they didn't know I could speak Spanish. Right. And I heard like, him talking shit a couple of times. Yeah, they're like, about oh, me, but other people, and they just got that look in their face, like, "Yeah, I understand what the fuck you were saying." This gringo Assholes. right here. <laughs> <laughs> this gavacho. That's good. Yeah. yeah um, when I was down in Florida years ago, I had to run to that all the time. Uh, you know, you'd be in a bar or whatever, and a restaurant crew would come in. Yeah, and it, it, it all here it does it doesn't amaze me here. Like when you're in a little hole in the wall bar and four or five guys that work at a Mexican restaurant walk in and like a group of people is like, Ugh, fucking, yeah, they don't know English, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Down in Florida, where. <laughs> Literally the first piece of solid soil they can step on from some Latino countries. I'm like, really? Y'all are still weirded out, bud? All right. (laughs) Okay. It's only been happening for like 120 fucking years, but all right. I know. But uh, like I can remember I was in a a little bar in uh, Sarasota and there was four or five people there that were just, you could just tell, and this was you know, this is during the Obama administration, but you could just tell. That it, <laughs> you could that just sound like Donald Trump doing it. Did, 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 <laughs> but you could just tell that they were the kind of people that, like, if somebody would suggest a wall, they'd vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Slowly were sitting over there, and one of the ladies running the bar, she was running, she was in the kitchen. You know, uh, the bartender was a, a little black girl, but. Uh, not not like eight Shaquana? years old, but it may be. Um, <laughs> That's actually a girl we worked with at Hooters. Uh, yeah, um, but there was a you know Latino lady uh, working the kitchen, and I could tell that she was you know struggling with English. Didn't know how long she'd been in the country. Didn't matter to me. She was just fucking making cheeseburgers, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the bar got real busy, and I could hear that group of people like talking shit about her. And then she came over and she put, gave food to me and my group, and uh, she goes, uh, uh, forks. Just like that's all she said, and like everybody had cheeseburgers, and I looked at her and went, "No, Nacito, 
Yeah. And as soon as I said that, she goes, ah, and she walks back in. And then I look, and I'm getting the side eye from like five, these five <laughs> people that hate Mexicans. I was like, clearly I'm not. <laughs> I just know enough to be able to coexist with them. I well, see, there's, that, case there's, that, there's that thing uh, about Americans. And probably about some other cultures too. I mean, the Brits too. The the less educated asshole Brits. Uh, and the, France, France too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, I, can, I, can I, make, I could cough a bunch more times and list a lot more countries. The Turks sure. are. But I'm just gonna say. I'm just saying. Italy. <laughs> they're just assholes in general. Jews. <laughs> Fucking honkies. Oh, sorry. No, but they, sorry. They, they, they any get white so, person they that get doesn't so speak up in arms English. over over just hearing another language. You know what yeah, I mean? it's just, yeah. It's like because it's not English. It's like you barely speak English. The English you speak is horrendous. You don't know half the fucking like the words. Fucking pikeys. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. fucking pikeys. A lot of my family and I are under pikeys. I know. I know. That's why it's funny to say. <laughs> my cousin like Aaron went over there. Uh, my fucking Aaron. My cousin Aaron went over there a few times, and she looked she like up. dogs. She, dags. Dags. <laughs> oh, dogs. Sure. I like dags. <laughs> that, you know that guy is uh, he's part Jamaican. Well, that's cool. The guy who plays Boomba Clock, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy the Tit. Yeah, <laughs> he's in this. Uh, he's in that. Uh, there's a movie that um, Idris Elba directed that's on Hulu or one of them, and he's in it. And he plays like this hardcore London gangster who's a. Uh, he's a he's, he looks like a white guy. But he's actually got Jamaican, and that guy is really does. I can't remember the name of the actor. And he's uh, Terrence Howard. I, I can't stand Terrence Howard. It's you're really? Racist. Why? Because he's racist. Is, is, I just, is, is, I is know. Because you're racist and he's black? <laughs> no. It's because I don't like his acting style and that whole thing with him having the audacity to say that he should get paid as much as Robert Downey Jr. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you don't deserve that. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. He never said he should get paid as much as Robert Downey Jr. He said he should get paid appropriately for the, for the significance that his role has in the movie. But at that point, it was Iron Man 1. No, that, no, that was going into Iron Man 2, okay, where he fair. had read okay, the script, then, and Rhodey right. was becoming more of a character. Okay, that's fair. Because he saw where the War Machine arc was going. He was like, well, then I don't need to make fucking that being said, I like, background extra money for fucking doing this. I like this. Don Cheadle better. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, like, think, I think Terrence Howard, Howard is a way better Rhodey, but we've got nine fucking movies with Don Cheadle compared to one with him. I thought so. he did a great job at it. I'm not saying he didn't do a good job. I'm saying I think Terrence Howard did better. I'm not saying Terrence Howard is a bad actor either. He's a really good actor. I'm confused how you're having this conversation about two black people and you're that racist. I mean, how are you favoring one of them? <laughs> well, if you weren't racist before this conversation, you definitely are now. Yeah, you definitely we, are since now. we suggested it. <laughs> We're really is, driving it home. It's on the internet. You can never get rid of it. <laughs> we have proof. We have proof. <laughs> what? It's like getting branded with a hot iron. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, in some, I'll be in some debate, like going for office later. Later on in my life, we have proof that you're racist, sir. You don't like, like Don Cheadle like, or Terrence. In July of 2019, one Andy Frampton said the word racist in reference to you. Senator Keenan. There goes some. Guilty. You are. Senator Keenan, how do you respond about your disparaging remarks about not only Don Cheadle, but also Terrence Howard? No, it would be how do you feel about the disparaging remarks made about how you feel about Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle? But either though you didn't say it, another person said it but how do you feel about that i don't 
just and then somebody then AOC is going to go. You don't think racism exists? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you just don't care then? And Excuse me, while I go cry by a fence. Yeah, there'll be more pictures of her crying by a fence <laughs> that is open six feet to the left. Chris Cuomo will get me, and he'll start saying that we have to get her after, get after it now. I, I wanted to make a meme of that picture, but I didn't because of but um where she's making that face like that patty right face, and the meme was going to say um um this Fourth of July um when you're setting off your fireworks. Um, be considerate of those who are scared of economics. <laughs> <laughs> because there's all like the dog stuff at the same time. Yeah. Like she's it. making that face. I like it. But it made more sense, you know, on that. That would day. have been a good one. Speaking of memes, though, the whole, all the Ivanka memes about when, where she went to that. Did you see it? Her awkward. I didn't see it. Trying to insert herself in conversations at, at the fucking G20. Teresa May said they're all, they're all like. Oh, I saw a meme about it, but I didn't. Understand no, I mean, it. it's really the the clip is yeah. awkward as yeah, fuck. It's, yeah, yeah, like she really does not belong there. She's she's an idiot. I mean, she's an idiot. And here's, here's the thing, though, I'm, I'm not taking now up you're for being any, an anti semite. Yeah, really, I'm not taking up for anybody. Oh, because Jared, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's a she's a she's a grafted in Jew. Yeah, pretty much. She's a bi proxy. Yeah. She she, she Jesus went Christ. She went through the. Uh, they don't worship him. <laughs> she, she went through all the trials and tribulations that the ancient Jews went through. What is she fucking Tim Watley from fucking Seinfeld? <laughs> no, no, she had to. She 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 went through everything. She had to walk through a desert. She had to go to a dinner that didn't have a brisket. It's like it's a lot of trials and tribulations. She's basically Misa. Yeah, yeah. Misa, but, uh, real man. Like I'll, I'll never take up for. Here, that family, but I do feel bad for like not Donald Trump or any of his goddamn wives, but like the kids at times, I feel bad for them because they had to have Donald Trump as a you don't get to pick. (laughs) Well, yeah, you don't get to pick who your parents are, basically, is what I'm saying. But as they were raised, there were blatantly points in their life where I know that. Like they saw the other path, and there had to have been a minute where they were like, "Man, I wish that was how I was being raised." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like because I don't give a shit how cushy their upbringing was. Uh, like now that they're adults, and it's all in the oh, we got all the money, we can do whatever the fuck we want. I don't feel bad for them at all. But like when they were like fourteen or something, it's like, oh, look at that family having fun and talking to each other. <laughs> And not constantly dodging my dad trying to finger blast me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no shit, dude. Dad, get away. Dad. Yeah. I'm going to get you one of these days. I'm going to get you. Or, I'm going to get you or your other sister. I don't remember her name, but whatever. I'm going to stab them guts. That's what I'm going to do. God, he's such a fucking awful human being. He's weird. He's weird. He's no, weird. But I know what you're saying, but all the Ivanka memes, like they, all the places she didn't belong, like when I put her, her head up on top. Titanic with Jack and fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, there's some really fucking good ones. I, I want to believe that there's just a point at that summit where she walks up on a group and starts talking. She's like, "What are we talking about, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> are it's your, like when, like are your parents Burns. incredibly rich too? So are mine. It's like when Mr. Burns came in and tried to get the oil well when they struck oil underneath Springfield Elementary. Yeah, he was dressed in, this, in the. <laughs> hey, old man, me and my fourth form chums that would be quite corky. 23 skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tries to put his legs up and one of them snaps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll hurt in the morning. There's some ice on that. That hip always breaks. Yeah. Um, speaking of the problems with Mexicans. Okay. 
I like last, where this is going. Last night, uh, after working a bar shift. You were down by a gang of Mexicans. Uh, no. Mad no, hombres. No, mad hombres. Mad hombres. Um, I went in, there's a 24-hour day subway near my house. Hell yeah. I was hungry. I was like, I'm going to stop in here and just get a sandwich instead of going home and going through the process of cooking. Uh, Subway's got a chicken pesto sandwich with thick cut mozzarella, you know, real mozzarella. Yeah, I've um, seen him. Or is it like the fresh mozzarella or something? It, it like comes a, in a yeah, log. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's the, 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 it's in the water and yeah, yeah they'll put fresh, fresh or real in front of it, even though it's Subway. So it's probably just goddamn wads of super glue for all we mm-hmm. fucking know. Um, I see that. I'm like, fuck it, I'll get that. And it's on ciabatta bread. Okay. All the things I just said are fucking necessary to, to understanding what happened to me at uh, 4.08 in the morning in Marmette, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, Marmette! There's a fucking 24-hour subway in Marmette? It's in the Exxon station right off the interstate off ramp. The real question is, how could there not be a 24-hour <laughs> subway in Marmette? Right. How many rappers were in there? Um, <laughs> there were no rappers. However, there was one guy who I'm pretty sure has been awake for four days. <laughs> And the cashier of the gas station was constantly watching him because he was taking every pair of sunglasses off the rack, putting them on, seeing what they looked like, putting them back. But he was doing commentary. No, that makes my head look big. No, this pair makes me look like Elton John. No, these wouldn't fit my mom. But he's also yelling at the woman that works at Subway because they know each other. And he's trying to order a steak sandwich. My God, this is uncomfortable. It was. Because <laughs> I was 100% sober and had dealt with drunks for nine hours. And so in my head, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, just let me order my sandwich and then you can go back to your fucking poverty and fucking whatever. Go so, back to your mixtape, yeah. Joel. So... And, and the oh. girl, the girl's outside of the fucking line. She's like, "I'm not gonna fix you no sandwich. I ain't got no bread." And, <laughs> and I'm looking at and I two think syllables in bread. Too. I, I yeah, bread. I think she's talking to me. She's not. She's talking to fucking you know Sammy sunglasses over there. <laughs> and I'm looking, and in, in the oven, I can blatantly see bread. So she goes walking around, and she's huffing and puffing and putting her gloves on. Thank Christ. Um, and it's a good minute before she actually looks at me and goes. What? <laughs> and I'm like, off to a good start. And I said, I want uh, the chicken pesto. And she goes, it's a chicken pesto sub, and it's on ciabatta bread, as I said. And she goes, the what? <laughs> and I went, the chicken pesto sub, the special for the month. And she turns and looks at the menu board, and she looks back at me, and then she and I went the top right one <laughs> on that picture, the chicken pesto, and she says, and I quote, "You mean the Kimbata?" And I said, "That's not a word." <laughs> and I said, "Are you on asking? There. Are you asking me if it's on ciabatta bread?" And she goes, "Yeah, that's not a sub." I said, "It's a fucking sandwich, <laughs> which is what you sell." And she looks at it and she goes, well, what kind of chicken is that? And I went, I don't fucking work here. I don't know. I just want, I wouldn't do this anywhere else where I can't watch them making my food. Right. But she goes, well, okay. So she gets the rotisserie chicken, which would be my choice for an Italian fucking sandwich. (laughs) She puts the weird scoop of it on the ciabatta bread. By the way, she cut, when she cut it open, she she couldn't work a knife, which was crazy enough for some holler swill. (laughs) And she just ripped the ciabatta open. Jams it down in there, puts two pieces of the mozzarella on it, looks back at the picture and goes, okay, tomato and guac. 
And I went, that is not guacamole on that sandwich. <laughs> she goes, yes, it is. I can see it in the picture. Guacamole goes on that sandwich. I said, that sandwich is pesto sauce, tomato, and shredded lettuce. It's Italian, you stupid shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, let me just interject something here. All of our shows from now on should be Andy telling stories while you do fucking stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that the dude for the steak sandwich is still behind me, just randomly yelling things. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want no fucking Fritos on. There better be some sun chips back. There. Shut the fuck up. I'm I almost out of here. Great, great wall between this and Boone County. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you're just like, look. Bread, cheese, meat, condiment, yeah. paper. Just make it. She didn't even, even got to wrap it. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you. Just, <laughs> just, hand, it to just me. hand me the sandwich. Keep the change. And when I said there is not guacamole on that, I said it's pesto. She goes, she looks at it, looks at me, looks back, and she doesn't look back at me. She starts making the sandwich and she goes, and I quote, pesto ain't nothing but Italian guacamole anyway. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's got a point. No, actually, she doesn't. <laughs> she she flipped the script on you there a little bit. Yeah, she she flipped the script. Sour like, cream is Mexican mayonnaise. Well, that actually is true. <laughs> that or fucking crema fresh when it's already mixed in with the melted goddamn cheese too. So, how did this end up? Did you get your sandwich? I got my sandwich. Was it, it god was, awful? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um. So what I'm saying is, uh, eat fresh, eat Subway. Awful sandwich, just. I just th- that story just makes me uncomfortable just hearing it. Just did he was he wearing a, a rug like a the guy was he wearing like one of those fucking you know those things they used to wear in like the early nineties. Are you talking about the fucking patchouli drug dealer sweatshirt? Yes, yeah. Yes. No, no. The fl- looks like your grandmother's fucking couch cushions. Yes, exactly. No, he wasn't wearing that. He was in like, like that one idiot that, that, that was in the Trump rally, and he was he was showing the world what West Virginia's like by going, "Commies in the corner, commies yeah. in the corner." Yeah, fucking my, meth my, head. My favorite. My favorite. Um, that guy was wearing a rug. Yes, yes. that's tremendous. And he had yeah. no teeth. Hey, he, he had and like, then another guy didn't have any teeth. Who was obviously from, from a coal mine. I'm not making fun of coal miners. Just, he had a teeth off. No, he, he, so he you actually, hate coal miners too? No, God, that Is guy was dropping the end bomb over and over and over. I mean, it was just West like Virginia suck my cock. Really, exactly, sir? At that point, really? That point, Good yes. God. <laughs> Do you hate coal miners because their faces are black, just like black no, people, which God. you hate? <laughs> here, what? Here again, we have. <laughs> I'll never be able to do anything outside of this show. Charles Keenan, true or untrue, you hate coal miners and black people. You bunch of queers. See? Whoa. You hate the gays, too? What have we assumed so far? Charles Keenan loves Italian guacamole, but hates gay coal mining black people. What are talking about? Uh, rock hard cock. I'm so glad you got that back. I don't know why when I heard you say rock hard cock on a recording that I immediately in my head went to Patton Oswald's bit about gay uh, gay retarded people. I've never heard. You've this never bit. heard. Has he that? apologized for that yet? No, and I don't think he ever will. <laughs> he's got a bit where he's like, he's like, if if so much of the percentage of the planet is gay, he's like, logically there has to be gay retarded people. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And he's like, they're out there going, what here? What queer? <laughs> we. Apples! I want apples! Crunchy, tasty apples! And some cock! I'm surprised he hasn't apologized for that yet. Yeah. Have y'all heard him doing the fucking bit about uh, 
meeting the forty drunkest people he's ever met at the casino. Well, yeah, when they were they they, they were going to give him, he's like, it wasn't a it wasn't a uh, what did he call it? He described he, it he as said, a, it wasn't an absorbent amount of money. It wasn't an insulting amount of money. It was, it was a sacrilegious, sacrilegious <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> he said to, to do a casino gig. He, yes. he's like, I've never done a casino in, before. in Canada, wasn't it? No, it was in uh, Oregon. Okay, that's yeah, and. Uh, and he said, uh, he said, so off I go to the Tutaloo Hotel and Casino. <laughs> he said, this hotel room was bigger than any house I've ever lived in. He's like, I jerked off in three of the rooms. He's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's claiming your territory. Yeah. Um, it's mine now, my room. <laughs> he was talking about how the, the lady came up and caught him. He said, you know, I don't want to. Fa- I like when he's making fun of himself. And he said, and I quote, I don't want to spoil the magic. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the magic. <laughs> Pudgy guy talking about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh. Such a good bit. It's a good bit. It's good. It's good. But he oh. was talking about how all the people were just, just the drunkest <coughs> fucking assholes ever. And he said, he said he didn't tell one joke. He just got. Kind of, he said I stood on stage and had my career screamed at me for an hour. King <laughs> <laughs> of Queens. He's, Ratatouille. He's, yes, I was. In he said he came out and there was a guy in the front row just going. Ah, Kang of Queens, Kang of Queens, Kang of Queens. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then it kind of got quiet and somebody went, Ratatouille. And I went, yes. He's like, for 30 fucking minutes, didn't tell one joke. Just had his career screamed at him. Had my career screamed at me? I agreed to it. Never made a room of people happier. Yeah, exactly. He said he could pay. He said for this the one gig, he could pay. He could pay his daughter's college tuition for a year. Jesus, yeah, with one yeah, with, with, with one show, frame. yeah. He said he paid for, for like a real it was good gonna, They were offering or? him a standing gig, and he turned it down because of that. Yeah, well, he said they had thirteen other locations across the Northwest, and uh, then if you if you listen to it, not on his Comedy Central or not the the Netflix special, if you listen to the album, he admits that now they're all out of business and owned by other casino chains. He's like other casino chains came in and kind of gobbled them up because they were seem just, like the type to do a, like a residency. No, he's. He's kind of an integrity guy. You know what I mean? He, he's like, I think. Don't you think? I don't know. He seems like an integrity he guy. He seems like it. And he he's wishy-washy with the social justice warrior stuff. Oh, like, man. He's just, he's one of those. He he tries to see all sides of an issue. I don't think that's being necessarily wishy-washy. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I agree that sometimes, that sometimes that he does bow to pressure. but He absolutely does. But... And what are you going to do? We could say that about a lot of people. Sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like Joe Rogan is like the most, like, he'll pan- he-, he will absolutely sit there and be like, oh, yes, I agree with you, just to get the person to open up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though in the next show, I'll be like, I, I totally don't agree with that. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, you understand he's trying to create an environment. Where, where they will talk, talk. where that where yeah. that's conducive to that person, sure. right? Open. So they can be comfortable enough to be open with it, you know. It, which like is it, a little bit deceptive, but also it makes the show great. So, I'm right. like, but it's I'm weird like, how it's, I've it's gone like, from from really. I used to remember when I used to hate Joe Rogan. Yeah, you think it was an idiot? Yeah, I didn't I like him at all. And then now I love Joe Rogan. Like he's for, one of my favorite people. For the record, I still hate Joe Rogan. Why? <laughs> I, so, <laughs> I can't handle the fact that every Joe Rogan podcast. Is at some point it breaks down into, well, you, you know, do you really think the Aztecs knew what digital watches were going to be? And uh, I mean, could, it does kind of go there sometimes. Is it, is it possible that 
Toyota is making cars for chimps to drive. Pull that video of that chimp up. <laughs> Jamie, Holy pull that shit, shit up. Look at that thing, Jamie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then the guest is on the other end of the table. And if they're not completely full blown wackaloons, they're just like, all right, whenever you come back, I'll be here. <laughs> like if you watch. He does, the, he does leave his guests behind sometimes. Yeah, if, if you watch the one with Sturgill Simpson, you can see two separate times where Sturgill just kind of checks out for a second. Well, Sturgill's also barbecued <laughs> yeah no no no, no, no they get what different I'm, level stoned yeah that, that, that's what i'm saying though is like yeah the, they're they're rolling right along and then just joe says something the sergeant just kind of leans back in the chair and just lets him go well he's also a cia operative that's true that's true um he has to keep quiet the, 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 the joe rogan podcast led to me hating elon musk if he wasn't inventing things i was like i don't want to see you i don't want to hear you talk just go invent Cars with no gasoline that'll take my penis to Mars. Just fucking, I don't, I don't want to know anything else about you. It also made me realize that. What kind that you got there, John? It's a blend of green mango and uh, it's the same shit I had in the red, what was it, red Bali? Oh, okay. Are, are you mixing it with the white claw thing? Oh, you got a claw no, in your I'm, paw? I'm just drinking that, and then I've got... Oh, okay. I thought I thought you poured it into the cup first, and I was like, no, wow, I don't know what that's going to taste like. I put some Arnold Palmer in there, which actually mixes really well. Right. Can yeah, I get a scoop? Yeah, when, 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 I, when I saw that white claw, I was like, mixing with that, all right. Who, who, I tried who to inter- introduce Andy to the Kratom. He wasn't that. Not a fan. Not a fan. It's and not for everybody. I, it's not for everybody, and it's not going to be for y'all soon, because they're going to legalize that shit. I don't think they are. No, they aren't. They yeah, they are. They can battle with that. Uh, that they can battle with it all they want. All it's going to take is one person who is an advocate for it fucking up on a big scale. That's all it's going to take. That's true. Yep. There, there are. But there there's are. A, there's a lot of there are a lot of advocates for it though who are like uh, the same as the cannabis movement where they're just like listen. I'm in fucking excruciating pain and I have PSCD and I have blah, blah, whatever. It's treating. And there might be enough sob that, stories of that that you can pull on the heart springs of, of the people. But that, in the same way that the. That's, that's not going to work, though. That's, that's working for cannabis. Uh, we, now, slowly. Now, yeah, this is, this is still, in the eyes of the general public, technically brand new. Yeah. In, in the general public. Yeah, they've been using it for tens of thousands of years, but right. Yeah. To yeah. American. But, yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. And, and it's is, got the reefer madness thing around it. And right. they talk about how it simulates an opioid thing. Everybody's right. Like, oh, no. They're, no. They're, they're, they're fucking straight up lying and saying that it is an opioid when it's not. Right. Exactly. But, that, but that's, that's what I'm getting at, too, is the average person is not going to research these things. And it's like you said, reefer you mean madness. Like the average person, like the West Virginia legislature, that still thinks that that cannabis is a gateway drug and is like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on the that. same level as as heroin. That yeah. actually shows reefer madness during their meetings. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I was well, watching see, this, this documentary gets, one time. This called, gets the card, folks, all riled up. What, one of one of my favorite things is the fact that and I've seen it before. Uh, Dutch, uh, John, and me, all three, will wind up on the same comment thread on the news channels sometimes. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> and, and one of us will just say something, and then the other two will pile in in the replies. It's like it's, it's like the Legion of Doom of comments. In, in my it's, mind, anytime I see these two, or there's a couple of people too, anytime I see them already in the comment thread, I feel like the battle at Thermopylae. <laughs> But not everybody got to the hot gates at the same time. <laughs> and so, like, three hours later, I'm running through the thing, like, trying to put my help. I'm like, I'm here, I'm here! <laughs> I've got references to my, my opinions! <laughs> like, I can cite sources! <laughs> Point of order! 
No, but that, that's the way it's it, the way, way the Facebook algorithms work. I was listening to something about that. It's like like some of the some of the social media platforms are trying to avoid that. They're trying to keep a pleasant environment because people buy more shit when they're in a pleasant environment. Oh, yeah. Facebook does the opposite. They're just trying to get clicks. Right. And the way you get clicks get you is angry. by creating yeah, by yep. creating more stirring shit up. And so if someone comments and there's a bunch of angry threads on it, then they're going to show that to me and to him. And, you know, and, yep. and try to pull as many people into it's this like thing. the uh, thing where they cast the uh, black chick for Ariel. I I follow far right all Nazi adjacent people on Twitter. I follow libertarians. I follow all the way as far left as you can go. And I've seen <coughs> literally no one complaining about them them uh casting a black chick for right. fucking Ariel. But I have seen What for the little mermaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say about with you. Tens I've seen of thousands of people, people complaining, complaining about, about people complaining. complaining. It's like, I haven't seen it. Yeah, and I, I follow the worst people. <laughs> I haven't seen one fucking complaint. <laughs> the only question I have had the entire time is are they going to dye her hair red? That is the only fucking question I have because that is where I will get fucking upset because that is where I began my ginger obsession. <laughs> and I cannot have my source material <laughs> to, to only be half masturbatory aid okay <laughs> but yeah they I've, I've seen all my sjw people on facebook uh dunking on people complaining about it but i've not seen anybody actually right. mad about it. i will say this about disney i'm you know i'm usually towards the end of the line as far as doing the social justice warrior thing but i will do it from time to time if you look at a lot of the disney movies and you look at the you look at the villains in the disney movies the voices are almost only of black people. They're almost always like a black person's accent. Look at Ursula, mm-hmm. yeah. totally a black woman. Oh yeah. The crows in Dumbo are crow. <laughs> well, oh, okay, but come on, that was in the thirties. Still though, still. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even even as early, even as what about the live action Dumbo or the crows? Um, black freaking, in that one? Okay. I didn't, I the Lion know. King. Um, is it the, the hyena is Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech well, Marin. Well, one, yeah, one's Whoopi Goldberg, one's Cheech Marin. Um. Of and course, of course, you've, of course, but Musafa is also a black person, right? So. But but at the, so at is Sarabi. <laughs> she's, uh, but at the at the same time, if it's I've noticed, if it's not, you know, a person of color, voice or whatever, the villain, villain is a Brit. Well, the, well, the villain is always either a Brit and very. Limp wrist foppish type. Uh, yeah. fucking, <laughs> S- S- Jeremy Jeremy Irons definitely played Scar like Scar was trying to get Mufasa to nuzzle him a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah but he was great. <laughs> it, I'm not saying it's not great. Right. What I'm saying uh, he's just trying to bust any, them cheeks. Any of the any of the fucking movies that are set in like the colonial times and shit like that. You know, Pocahontas. You got a point about that. and shit. It's always like uh, like the villain is either a person of color, voice style, or borderline are they blowing other dudes when the camera's not on them so disney is yeah 100 percent doing that shit it's like yeah so blacks and gays are the ones the whites <laughs> must unite against like, like, or if like, you're a toy that pretends to be asleep when the people are around like if you're tuned into that stuff it's obvious that they're doing this <coughs> stuff that seems kind of racist sure right. but 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 you know so if they're going to do the opposite of that and pander it's just as disgusting. It's just as disgusting on the other end of the... You know what I mean? They, they're still pandering. Sure. And I think sometimes when they do that kind of stuff, it's unconscious. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, George Lucas, when they drew... When they... For example, when they drew Poor Hemplo, they... Uh, Spanish dog. He didn't understand until they drew the comparison about a really awful black stereotype and the Gungans. And you're like, holy shit. 
He, he, you could actually use the says the people's going down. Exactly. <laughs> yes, Jar Jar. And, and you can, and you can, and he was actually uh, embarrassed about it. Like he said, I didn't realize I'd done that. So I think he did it. He's just one of those guys. And then though, I think what he did know though is that the the, the Federation trade types were yeah. Asians, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it was so fucking readily apparent. There's no way he didn't under he didn't see that. Oh, he got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You made him build railroads um, through space. One of, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the space railroad. The spell road. Uh, last night I saw it as we're talking about this. I don't. I didn't fact check it because it was like two in the morning when I saw it. But uh, friend of ours, uh, Dutch, of course you know him, Howard Hill. Yeah. Shout out to Howard here. Uh, Do you think Howard listens? No, probably not. Okay. He's too busy trying to make his own podcast work. And he's all super excited. Always super excited when you're late for the wrestling shows because he's going to get that call if you don't come. Yeah. And I'm going to have to shit on I'm going to turn to the hill Yeah The hill announcer <laughs> It's going to be great <laughs> Welcome to Bizarro Land Where I, Big Jim McGillicuddy Hate you all and this, I hate the referees You're counting this, terribly This boisterous, cheery fellow To the left, to the right of me I must I have to The uh, the spot wherever we we pause To listen to Nathan Wolf count mm-hmm. During the last show Is the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> participated in in my entire life. <laughs> well, fuck this show. Okay, <laughs> no, you, you don't. Because it was just on the fly. Because <laughs> yeah. when it the match sucks, I, I told you, I told you earlier. Whenever the match sucks, we start fucking rooting for the ref. Yeah. So we start. No, here, here's the thing though. He and I, when we first started, uh, you know, when we were in Montgomery doing one, and you did it with us, they gave us those sheets. Yeah. That were like, here's so and so. This is blah blah. They don't do that anymore. Well, they did it like he did it the second show, but the first show we went in, we knew nothing. We literally, it was like mystery science theater with pro wrestling. <laughs> like we had no idea who they were, and there's no monitor bringing graphics up to show us names. Right. So for the first two fucking shows, me and Dutch are just making up names for people, and some of them got fucking mad. <laughs> Did they? Really? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did somebody say that? Yeah. Somebody called us out. Like Kyle had put up uh, Dutch and Andy are the best best uh, commentary team in the damn business, and uh, some guy was like, "You mean those two guys that couldn't even remember me and my partner's names? Yeah, you might want to look elsewhere." <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Dutch was like, hey, we didn't have blah, blah. So we made up better names. <laughs> and Kyle comes in. He's like, yeah, it's my bad. I didn't do it. And I saw it. And I was like, yeah, excuse the fuck out of us for giving you better names, you douche. <laughs> and then we alluded to it the next time on the next broadcast. We were like, some guys here don't like the names that we say, but we're just told to say that's, them. That's just so much well, fuel. Imagine, they don't understand. Imagine us not knowing your name and you're right in front of us, but you remember us months and months later. Yeah. Exactly. Suck it. Yeah. Um, Suck. My, my, my favorite thing anybody from that crew's ever done is Drex coming over and <laughs> and correcting us. He's like, "Love the commentary, fellas. However, need to tell you something. I'm not a fucking juggalo." <laughs> we were like, "I don't believe it. We don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe it at all." Looks did like you, a duck. <laughs> did you say he's just definitely not a juggalo? Yeah, we kept saying Drex Dyer definitely not a juggalo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he should put that in his Chiron. Yeah. Drex Dyer definitely not, not a juggalo. juggalo. But, uh, <laughs> We had just been shooting from the hip for like four fucking months. And then I don't know what was it. There was some kind of triple threat match going on. And there was like 11 motherfuckers on the outside. And everybody had an escort and a manager and a fucking 
corner coach. And it was a triple threat fucking tag team match. Uh, yeah. And we had no information. We, had, we recorded it here. Yeah. We had nothing. No, this is when we were sitting down there when uh, Bundles won that title. Okay. And then uh, all the guys, all sports entertainment were out there and – Anthony had his guys. There's like nine guys out there. Nobody explaining anything. And the ring announcer, Caleb, is there in a tux for some fucking reason. (laughs) And he's just standing. Like, everybody is in the ring yelling at each other. And he's just standing there, pivoting back on foot. And out of nowhere, I just went, Caleb Willis, about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. (laughs) And me and Dutch busted out laughing to the point. Kyle told us it was three and a half minutes he had to edit out. It was just us just cracking up, fucking laughing. Ever since then, I've been trying to top that every show. And... Yeah, uh, this this pastime where we were just going to town. I mean, fucking, it's so fun. They threw a guy out of a wheelchair at one point. Yeah, we played it last week. We, we we didn't know that was going to happen, and so like we legitimately reacted with the same amount of shock and confusion as anybody else would. And the crowd didn't react at all. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I don't know if you saw Bobby Fulton's boy. <laughs> Put him on blast on yeah. Facebook. He was like, "Somebody tag Jim Cornette in this. I can't believe they did this." <laughs> it turns out one of the uh, the one of the shows that we we recorded here, he was a referee at. Mm-hmm. We were shitting on him the entire time because yeah. he was terrible. Yeah, he was terrible. And then Howard, the rest of them, and like Josh and all of them were like, "Yeah, you can't come back." He you're, was decidedly not fantastic. Yeah, it's like you're awful. You can't come back. But anyway, you're saying something about Howard doing something last night. Oh, Howard put yeah, uh, like we were talking about racism and things in old cartoons and shit. Howard put a thing God, up. That's the worst. I didn't get a time to get time to fact check it or anything, but it's the Warner Brothers logo, and it says uh, apparently it's a thing they've been running before, like their unedited cartoons or maybe on their DVDs. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know if this is true or not. I hope it is though. But it says uh, the cartoons you're about to see were made in a different time. It's like they may contain racial and stereotypical aspects that were at the time very commonplace. It does not make them right then. It does not make them right now. We do not, we do not embrace nor endorse what happens in these, in these cartoons. However, to edit them out and take these instances away would be the same as acting as though these things never happened in history. And it would be, and it said it is something along the lines of it would be unfair to, to history to try and shadow it as though these never happened. And so it's like this warning. It's like, if you don't want to see this, don't fucking watch it. But us acting like we didn't think like that back then right. is going to lead to people going, oh, we weren't really as bad as they're trying to fucking say we were. It's like, no, actually, yeah, we were. Here's the fucking proof. Well, see, and that's that's the number one, you know, if you get any group of, of white people who... Who try to downplay like that? They try to downplay everything. Like you know, well, slavery isn't as bad. That's that's one of the worst ones. Slavery's not as bad as they say it was. No, it's every bit that bad. I mean, I saw saw a a friend of mine um, sent me one today, which and love the guy to death, but he and I are just on two different you know idea paths when it comes to certain things. And he sent me one, and it was a picture of like a family of maybe eight. So like man and a woman, six kids like that. But you can tell it's during the Dust Bowl era. Mm-hmm. They're they're dirty. They're in a little in front of a little one room shack. Uh, you can tell they're they're lower class. And it says uh, white people, the only group on earth to go through every struggle imaginable and not blame it on another race. I've seen that one. And immediately I was like, no, we didn't blame it on another race because let's be honest about it, the Dust Bowl was pretty much our fucking fault. Exactly. First off, <laughs> um, second, that led to. 
everybody going through shit. And so if you were already poor before the depression happened, you were, think about how much more shitty your situation poor, poor got. became a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden there were new poor people, but they were white. Holy shit. You had to go to the back of the back of the line. Fuck. Um, and that's another thing. It's, you know, I've always said that it's just going to take, in my opinion, the Great Depression was a culmination of a lot of bad things, and the Dust Bowl was was key in that. It's going to take something like an ecological disaster to push us over the edge again, because the the economy is much the same. You know, where you have concentration of wealth, you know, it's going to topple. It's going to, it's going to take something, and they have been. I, I noticed something today, and I was going to save it for umbrage, but it just has to be said. They're rolling back uh, protections for pollinators. They're they're letting them use. Chemicals that are deadly to stuff and bees, to, just because Obama passed it, yeah, that fucking cunt Trump sat up there and saw something that he didn't that Obama had done, and he's too fucking stupid to understand how things work. He's like bees. Why do we need bees to sting people? You know what I mean? He's yeah, he's he's a he fucking doesn't. moron. Well, he's so so they're rolling wait, wait, that back. What, what is the what is the thing that they're rolling back? There they had there was Obama had. His administration had seen, paid attention to the science about the, the bees dying. You know, the honeybee colony collapse and all that stuff. And you know that that's that's a problem. Uh, and I know that Obama didn't do anything for the bees that that I was aware of, and I follow that issue. I've just read it. It said that he had trying to put protections in place. I'm sure that I'm sure that you read that he tried to put some protections in, but but the main stuff that's in our food. It's killing the bees has not changed. That's glyphosate. Glyphosate being one of them, but there's there's a whole bunch of things that haven't changed at all. So I'm not. I'm just kind of curious there's, what actually changed that Trump changed that actually fucking matters. Glyphosate. Well, I mean, it's, it was on the CNN app that I read. I mean, I, well, I all I'm saying is is that whatever we're quibbling about here, it's like, oh, okay, it's like we took one brick, you know, off the truck full of bricks, and then Trump put it back on. Would be like the equivalent because. Nothing's changed as far as like what the laws say about what you can use to kill the bees. All right, as far as what I know, there's Glyphos five. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, all of the things, all, all the things that are that are fucking killing the world hasn't changed under W. Obama or Trump. Nothing, nothing's changed. Or, all right, or Clinton. I don't know yeah. any of this. I'm so right. behind um, on this. Just on this issue alone, uh, since since you're a little more up to speed than the rest of us, apparently, John. Um, true or untrue? 20 years of figureheads in the Oval Office on those issues. 20 years of figureheads on those issues? Taking both W terms, both Obama terms, yeah. and this Trump term. Yeah. So two decades of fucking people that are, when it comes down to it, all of the final say, but they're really just the fucking figurehead. Uh, well, or does it go back further than that? What's the question? It's, uh, have all these administrations, at least back to Clinton, failed horribly in... That goes back further than Clinton. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yes. I'm asking for like that. It's 20 years. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, because, as far as agriculture goes, yeah, nothing. ain't okay. nothing. Ain't nothing yeah, but, uh, f- Friday, a couple of coworkers in the office where I work were like, blah, blah, Trump. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. And I couldn't take it anymore. And I just screamed. We've had 20 years worth of shitty presidents so far. Probably further than that. I don't fucking know. Well, in our, like, if in you our, guys don't see it, fuck off. And I walked out of the yeah, office. Yeah, since I was able to vote, you know, I, tur- I was able to vote. When W was elected, right. I voted for that election. Yeah, it'd be so, the first election. I so would love since to I was an adult and sort of knew what was going on, you were on, a card carrying W guy too. Ain't, ain't a goddamn thing changed, right? Other, other than other than nine eleven going to war, perpetuating that war, right? Yeah. Some would say endless wars. 
Yeah, pretty I long. Not, I would not say endless wars because uh, I heard a story one time. It was on a Garth Brooks Christmas special. Oh. About one time at midnight, we figured out it was Christmas, and uh, the Germans and the Americans both stopped shooting each other for like five minutes that saying, Holy Night. Oh, was that? Okay. Okay. That's uh, there's also a fuck story. Fuck you, Garth Brooks. <laughs> there's also a story about how they uh, they called a truce for a while because, like soccer. because there was uh, wolves killing all the fucking soldiers, so they. <laughs> I've never so heard of that woman started killing wolves. Well, I mean, I, there's lots of those stories. Uh, in the trenches, there was actually they got horrendous rain, and that was starting to flood both trenches. So they allowed each other to get out and actually helped each other stop the stop the flooding in the trenches. And right, can you imagine the conversations at times like that? Boy, I can't wait to get this water stopped so we can get back to I'm killing kill each other. <laughs> boy, I'm gonna get you. Boy, you can build a wall, but I can shoot a fucking grenade. Boy, I can't wait, Klaus. <laughs> but the there was actually. They they were actually forbidding them to speak to each other because they started passing literature back and forth about it was uh that's that's where the anarchist and, and uh, communist movement really started to gain steam is among the soldiers and stuff because really? they're just like well, well they're sending us to kill each other for for nothing that for that, nothing that, at yeah, stake that, for that's us a, that, that's so. a that's a huge thing uh, if you can if there are two sides that are more powerful than you that are fighting. If you can catch their low level guys and like be hey hey hey, are your interests really? Well, really I mean being? it was well for one thing. I mean that World War One toppled toppled a monarchy. It toppled the the Russian monarchy. Yeah, uh, you had at that point surrounding that that time period. Do you know how many heads of state were assassinated? Mm-hmm. McKinley, too. McKinley, uh, lots of royalty. I mean, and, yeah. and not only that, the Archduke Ferdinand, of course, would spark I, the war. I was going to say, Archduke is the only one anybody ever really talks about. Exactly, the but they were war. killing them left and right because the anarchists are just like, you're fucking all of us, so we're going to kill you, and we're going to topple everything. It's, um, so There's a, with North Korea right now, I was watching uh, last week tonight, a while back, great show, I don't know if you guys watched it or not. John Oliver, yeah. Yeah, John Oliver, it's a great fucking show. Make you laugh, and actually, you can learn a thing or two, which I think is what Mr. Rogers' deal was. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know until I started looking it up, there are actually people that uh, sneak flash drives into North Korea. Oh, yeah. With unbiased reporting and stuff on it about like American life and things to try and show the average North Korean person that we're not cannibalistic fucking savages like right. like the North Korean regime has been telling them for 50 some of us yeah but like for 50 plus fucking years they've been like oh if we let them prosper they'll come over here and eat our babies and that's not 100% true I'm only going to eat like two of them we're not going to eat them we'll just bomb them well, well they're not brown I don't really think we want to bomb them yet but they're they're brown adjacent, yeah. They're yeah. brown adjacent, but they have technology. So, like, that's a that's a big, for lack of a better term, Trump card. I don't know. I think I think we'd make an exception. Yeah, but I think, at, I think at first, so like, I'm going to be able to eat a baby, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, something's going to happen to well, you. Well, if you don't think yeah. that's happening in North Korea right now, you haven't been paying attention. They don't have any food. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about me as a heterosexual, 18 to 49 year old white male. I want to eat a North Korean baby. <laughs> I mean, there are parts that you want to eat, and parts that right, right. I don't want to eat the penis. That's fucking that's that like but fatty Simpson, tissue. That like Homer Simpson. They were talking about. I'm old. Nobody listens to me. I'm young. Now. He said, "I'm a white male, age 18." To- to 49 Everybody listens to me Pulls That's like, how many mad Stupid Housing bodies are Nuts and gum together Just together at last <laughs> Nuts and gum And gum I didn't see that I was like <laughs> For the record I do not want to eat A North Korean baby Vietnamese baby On the other hand For, for legal purposes For legal purposes 
Viet- the Vietnamese are Asian Mexicans. I, man, uh, no, those are Filipinos. I have a couple friends. Okay, I have a couple friends that like. Two of them actually came over from their respective countries. Others are first generation Americans. And one night down at the bar, we were bullshitting around and everything, and they started explaining the Asian hierarchy. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll do and, that. And I thought it was just like they're all rude. Yeah, I thought we it was went just over like, this earlier. Like, like if here. we were to do a white person hierarchy, jokingly. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, I live in a fucking mansion, blah blah, and then it goes down to like HUD housing and trailer parks. It's like I didn't realize that that is just goddamn eons of fucking time. I was like, oh, okay, it's a modern thing. They were like, no. Ever since like we were building mud huts, I was like, holy shit. All right, cool. Well, there's there's racism within China. Oh yeah, there's yeah. A certain group. The Hans can't, you know, the the Hmong people are like Southeast Asian, but yep. they're in China, and yep. so they're so they're their own group yep. and have their own culture, their own language. I can't wait know. until it's supposed to be January first, two thousand twenty, when China starts doing that uh, social credit score. Can't fucking wait. We do the Black Mirror thing. Oh, uh, can't wait for that to fucking happen. I, I really want that to fucking happen. One of my favorite things to do now is if if I'm in a discussion with someone and they say, "Oh, well, that's racist," my response is, "Yes." Now, can we begin the conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they don't want to begin the conversation. Then that's, no. the, that's the end of that's the, the conversation. That's the end of it. It's racist. That's don't talk about we it. We have this to say. That's our that's our card, and we're if that doesn't play, then we we quit. Yep. Let's do like favorite can. things. I didn't bring any with me. That's okay. Okay. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream colored ponies and crisp apples. Chuck, this is uh favorite things. I don't know if you remember. It's whenever we talk about things we like instead of things we hate. <laughs> yeah, that's how it began. Because I hated, I hated everything. So he had to, he had to make the favorite things. Too. Yeah, we had to start doing he everything you like to create balance. Like, yeah, there's a few things. It can't just be all my penis, man. <laughs> um, Stranger Things this week. Oh, the yeah. season three Stranger Things came out, and I can't say too much. Spoiler about alert: it. I've only gone five episodes deep, so I'm not going to say much beyond that. The first episode is tremendous. Is Basically sets the tone. Well, it doesn't. Basically, it does set the tone for the whole thing. It is in a fucking mall in 1985, packed to the fucking rafters, hair everywhere. Orange, <laughs> Orange Julius is fucking open. Walden Books is fucking open. Sam fucking Goody is open. I mean, it's it, all the fucking neon. All the everybody, all the girls checking out. You know what I mean? It's fucking 1985 at the mall. The height right. of, of the mall. Basically, of the mall phenomenon. That's right when right. it kicked off, like eighty three, eighty four. I think was whenever the town center got. Put yeah, in. I mean, they, yeah, they t- start building them everywhere. It opened it was like up a, in eighty three. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, it was I awesome mean, for like fifteen years. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> such a short period from, of time. From what I've heard, they're going to put a hotel on the old Sears end of it, and Macy's is going to become a Dave and Buster's, which is bullshit, by the way, because Dave and Buster's doesn't go anywhere where there's less than seven hundred and fifty thousand people in the metro Jesus. area. That's a, that's a little bit more than what we have, isn't it? It's I think it's like ten times more. A actually. little bit more, yeah, like ten yeah. times. More than ten. That's more. That's more than. If you consider the entire state, the the Charleston metro area, well, maybe we can get there. They they claim they they claim Kanawha County. uh, Let me see. Maybe 2016 was the last time I saw it. They were claiming because it was a thing about uh, gun registered guns. They're claiming there's 91,000 people between uh, Kanawha County and the area of Putnam County that we like leech off of. 
Yeah. And it was like 90,000 people in this metro area. I was like, that's fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you can't call 90,000 people a metro area. Which is skewing the numbers to begin with. Absolutely. Right. So I'm saying it's probably like 78 they're, they're at inc- best. They're including West Otucky as part of West Virginia, anywhere west of Ohio. Yeah. That was a joke I made. Or Mark Farley made, made the joke. He said, Danny, West of Ohio, he calls West Otucky. Yeah. I like it. Because it. It the culture kind of changes. A little bit. It's a little bit downhill. different if, as you go from, say, Nitro area. Mm-hmm. That is the On towards Hurricane. Like, Win- Winfield is Ohio, right? Basically. Winfield, Winfield, oh, yeah, yeah. Winfield is Ohio. And then, yeah. I like it there. It's pretty nice. My, mom, li- my mom lives in Winfield. That's yeah, why I said still Ohio. Polka. Yeah. I love Polka. As soon as you get to Milton, town. though, it's Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, milk tucky, baby. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, that line kind of follows the river. Yeah. And then Ravenswood is definitely Ohio. Yeah. Ravenswood's it, it's, it's super like nice. I love it. There. We, it we've said for years. It's always been a joke. Fuck Huntington. Sell it to Kentucky. It's already Kentucky. Like it's. There's, it's just a river. Yeah. It's separated. It's, it's, Cincinnati's Kentucky too. It's five miles. No, Cincinnati's not Kentucky. Newport is Ohio. Like that's <laughs> that's how that works because. We used to stay at the Travel Lodge on the yep. other side of yeah, the river you, to go to Reds games. Yep, you can be in you can be in Newport, and you're like, oh, all of this infrastructure is because of the ballpark and the city right across the river. But if you drive two miles out of Newport, you're like, holy shit, this is Kentucky. Okay, it's like this is everybody looks whew. like Raylan Givens. Yep. Um, but anyway, the the <laughs> back to your favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it opens. Steve Harrington is working. In the uh, Scoops Ahoy is Scoops Ahoy fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking ice cream shop The hair he's, He has to Harrington. wear He's striking out Fucking left and right Because he's got to wear the hat And all the girls are like Just get my fucking ice cream Jesus, You know Get out of here He's got to wear a boy sailor suit <laughs> He wears it through the whole season fucking so hilarious great. He never changes clothes I've only gone through five episodes Oh it's awesome Yeah I've literally never watched this show So you guys are just like Ah Things I don't get Um Keep going. But you would love it. Shut up. But the kids, <laughs> all the kids run up to him and like, he's like, all right, this is the last time he takes him back the back way. They're sneaking into the movie theater. And what are they sneaking in to see? Day of the fucking dead. Makes sense. One of the best horror movies ever made. Like it, it's, is that the one where they talk a little bit? The one that you have on your prime? No, that's, that's revenge. That's Dawn of the Re- Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Okay. That's, that's actually a comedy. That's not really a, it's Can't a horror be. movie, but it isn't. Right. It's a comedy. Re- 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 Return's the one with a uh, tar man in it, right? Where they open the, fo- yes. the barrel. Right. I like Brains. that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's silly. Um, yeah. It's silly, but it's good. Oh, I love it. And yeah, then one punk chick gets naked and murdered in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. She, she had great tits. She, she yeah. does, uh, she does a lot of, uh, like uh, Comic Cons and stuff Oh I thought you were about to say porn I was about to be like mm, Google <laughs> No she's I've seen her She did not age well um, <laughs> Of course not But if I can get porn from 1989 That's the beauty of the internet um, But then it, it, The whole movie Okay here, here here's something I noticed too There are so many fucking Easter eggs Like just subtle Really subtle nods to shit And sometimes not so subtle But it's not blatant Let me just say Like that. a Starbucks cup at a red wedding <laughs> I, I guess. Okay, just checking. Um, like, there's a Russian guy who's like hunting him, and he's got a flat top, and he walks everywhere. And he then, doesn't walk; and, he trudges. And then I hear, no, he's, he's it's fucking Terminator. He's That's Arnold. what that is. That yeah, guy exactly, is exactly. Arnold. He's yeah. every. He's he's also Commando. He's also yes. Rambo. He's, he is Arnold. Okay. No, uh, uh, Hopper is Rambo. Hopper's. Hopper's also Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah he is. Because there's that. I like how he's I a little bit fatter. This <laughs> <in the way. laughs> I was going to say, of what I would know of Hopper, 
He's great. Uh, like I said, David I've, Harbour's awesome. He's Han Solo. Seen, yeah, he is. I've seen maybe five minutes out of the first season, and it literally was him punching people to get answers. <laughs> I was like, and smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he he like some guy who was literally his friend told him something. He punched him in the face and walked away. He went into some morgue or something. Punched the guard. I was like, yeah. all right, I can agree with this character. <laughs> Every time I hear fucking uh, Han Solo, though, for some reason, we were talking about Pat Oswald. You ever heard Pat Oswald doing the Nick Nolte fucking, uh, oh, goddamn Chewbacca. <laughs> I don't know Chewbacca. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> Gut hanging out. Fucking. <laughs> I was excited to see Jake Busey in this season. Yeah. Things. Oh, really? Fucking Just as ugly as his dad. Looks, he's, grow- he's turning into his father, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. A, 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 hey, friend look, of, a friend of I've, mine is actually like an extra in a little bit of season three. And like my, my buddy, he's a bartender downtown. He's trying to be an actor. He's gone out to several things. Uh, I, don't, awesome. I don't know if he wants his name shot out, but uh, Trainer Conrad, I'm uh, going to fucking give you the shout out here. You're never going to hear it. Was uh, he the one that was in Justified? No. You no. had another buddy that was uh, in Justified. Uh, Ryan Dorsey was in Justified. He was like a legit player in yeah. that. Like he was a fucking main player in season five. I was always impressed by that. Um, but no, my buddy trainer, he went out and he's like a, he's like a government agent. He's always in a suit. I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about the shows. I don't know. But, uh, he's, he's, a lot of people are like, oh, I saw you in the fucking show. It's uh, so fucking great. Don't you think he would love this show? Absolutely. It's, I'll watch it's it. all eventually. the things. Don't I'll, you, are I'll you the kind it. that likes to wait till something's over with no. so you can just consume it all? No, not at all, actually. I just, like when somebody's like, oh, blah, blah, you got to watch this. And it's on Netflix. You can watch it whenever. Um, not being on a schedule. Oh, like I'm okay. like, ah, I can watch it whenever. And then right. whenever it rolls around, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to jerk off and go to bed. It's like, or I'll watch something I've seen a hundred times before. Yeah. I do that. It's, it's like, do you know how many fucking times I have gotten two thirds of the way into Infinity War and been like, mm, I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, such a good movie. Um, then there's another thing where they had them watching Dawn of the Dead, and then they did a thing that happened in Dawn of the Dead. They're at the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, it's in Florida, and they touch down this helicopter. It's like this group. They're looking for people, whatever. The city's dead. Right. And there's money blowing around like on the ground and everything because it's useless now, and it's just an empty main street. They did that in, on Stranger Things, like, but everybody's at the mall. Everybody's not dead, you know. So it just shows like pamphlets and shit lying around. Like, oh, I haven't seen that's that. A, part that's yet. a Dawn of the Dead. That's a. Well, right. It was very early. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, and they do, and and again they do, and the, and the marquee, the, all the movies they were showing. One of them was Daryl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, hey, fucking Daryl's up there, you know, because now that's part of the fun is looking for the shit. You're like, oh, I spot that. I spot that. Well, uh, and every scene has callbacks to. Mm-hmm. 80s movie. What they does. what they I don't know how much money they've spent to make this show to make first it, season probably not a lot this season to make it look I, like my mom's house in 1984 yeah. it, every house looks like it should look right for a middle class family or lo, even lower class family every fucking outfit a lot of looks like it should look <laughs> yeah a lot of fucking that cars paneling. yeah getting the, getting all those cars that still run absolutely that, I've always wondered about it. that has to be the hardest fucking thing it's a like I never really thought about it until it, it, part of my white trash mantra is a uh, uh, two years straight I went to a festival in Na- Nashville called Duke's Fest, which was a three day celebration <laughs> of the Duke's of Hazard. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh, it was great. <laughs> but the last thing they would do on the Sunday before like the big main event musical act would play is uh, before the sun would go down, they'd ramp a General Lee off the racetrack. It was always at the <laughs> like the, the dirt track or whatever. It was in two different places there. 
Um, but they would ramp a General Lee that was like a show used General Lee. And uh, there's like, oh, there was 328 of them that we used over the course of the show. I'm like, okay, that's a certain year of that Dodge yeah. done up that way. Those frames are not meant to be that repairable once you jump them at the level you jumped them. So, like, every time. And then I looked, and the last year they ever did Duke's Fest was 2010, and it said they hadn't done a jump for three years. Because they couldn't find a car? They couldn't get somebody who was willing to let them jump their show-used General Lee. And so, yeah, every time I see a show now that's like 1971, and everything is like a 1965 to 1970 car, I'm like, Holy They're fuck! Spending some money. It's like, that where shit. did you get these from? Right. I know these assholes are hanging on to these fucking things for the money they're worth. Well, not only that, but uh, all the products, like the the old Coke cans, the old. I mean, even he's eating Doritos. I then old Doritos. Back. Well, he's, well, you, know, you can, but you, they can blue screen. So, like, you could have a car that's cut that's blue, and then put up, make it look like a Nova. That's uh, that's true. Maybe you know what I mean. That, that, that's probably true. There's some degree say, of that going on. Yeah, I was yeah, they to, might I was be superimposing like a, something. If, if something. Like, like uh, but it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like in um, what's the fucking Will Ferrell basketball movie? Oh, um, uh, semi pro, semi pro. Yeah, when the, they're doing the mega ball and that whole parking lot's full. I was yeah. gonna say in the air. Well, that's what I was about to say because you, you, well, you, well, you see an aerial shot of that parking lot, and I'm like, yeah, they might have blue screened that, put like 30 cars up, and then just fucking posed them around it. But uh, like pop cans and chip bags and shit, you call Coke and say, hey, we're going to have your products in our movie, but we need your shit from 1985. Coke goes on their fucking Coke database, is- pulls it up, and goes, here's your 30 cans. Don't fucking waste them. Right. And they, you know? Coke is literally putting out new Coke. Yeah. I don't know if you can buy it at stores, but you can get it God, online. Why would you drink it? I, would, I don't remember what it tastes like. I might like it better. That tastes like Pepsi's. What I've, it fucking tastes like? I've, I've, I've never a seen. A lot of people like Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, I like Pepsi. My like pussy Pepsi, tastes okay. like Pepsi Cola. Um, I've never seen. Lena Del Rey, baby. So much fucking yearn for nostalgia to the point that we are bringing back the products that fucking sucked. And act, Crystal and, Pepsi, and we're acting oh, like, God. oh, I drank it all the time. No, you fucking didn't. It's why it went away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then they have like one thing that I want, and um, I've been looking for it. And we've talked about this before. Is they have the original basic Dungeons and Dragons set, right? The red box guy on the front with a sword like this, dragon, you know, dragon reaching down. It's yeah. an it's an iconic iconic image. Now. Yeah, it's one of the things that started all that. Yeah, and then I mean, you can get that on a t shirt. I've been, as a matter of fact, I'm going to order one of those tonight. Right. But, um, you know, all that shit is like, there was a, a friend of mine, she didn't want to watch it. And I finally hectored her into watching Stupid it. Stupid bitch. God. And, um, <laughs> and she. I don't have time to watch it, Charles. We're too busy perfecting these sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all assholes. Pretty spot on impression <laughs> of women, good. in my opinion. Pretty good. But uh, Pretty she good. finally sat down, and watched it, and she has concurred with me. He's like, "Yeah, it's it's uh, it's all the things, you know. It's you know, and all and all those. It's it's got something that I was thinking about at work called the blanket factor. You know, what's its what's its blanket factor? They have the blanket you wrap around you and, and feel comfortable and warm. Yeah, right. That's it's got all well, the blanket factor. I, I just I uh, thought about it like um, sort of like the the music I've been listening to lately, Father John Misty and Lana Del Rey and uh, whatever else I listen to, or all that other stupid shit. And the, the they sound like everything, but they also sound completely original. Right. Stranger Things. It is member berries all over the place. Exactly. Right. But it's also, the story is so fucking good 
that they don't have to have all these member berries in it. Yeah, but they do. So you're like Jesus it's, Christ. It's I'm like, even more in it. Yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's an added treat for you. With within that umbrella of mem- of nostalgia and shit, there are very real, unique, new characters that have that that are written well. That have their own arc that has nothing to do with the absolutely. There, the the characters are all are all. It would stand alone if they said it in medieval times. If it was, if it, yeah, it was as good the as characters, the characters are good. Like I love all the characters and the way they interact, and all, everything else is just. Who's your favorite icing. character? Uh, probably L. She's so dope. Dude. She is cool. She is so I like fucking Nancy. dope. Nancy's dope too. Uh, the way Nancy went from being, I also really like Billy. Mousy. Billy's actually <laughs> really cool. Being mousy, uh, and she got tough the first fucking season. Like she, the little speech, like in this one, the little this, speech her mom gave her. Yeah, at, in the, I think episode four or five, her mom really came on as a character because she's. She's so hot. She's so fucking hot. And we were talking. Right. One of the characters, Billy, is a, he's got a he's got a fucking mullet. Drives, a, drives an eye rock. A <laughs> mullet doesn't even. It is. It is a Tennessee waterfall. It sir. is amazing. <laughs> but he's he's like really good looking. He's muscular. And does he wear a denim vest? Of course he wears a denim vest. Hell yeah. Um, without but, a shirt underneath it. But like, I want to fuck him. It shows all these. It shows all these housewives sitting around. You know, they're trying to look hot or whatever. And Nancy's Nancy Mike's mom actually is hot. And they're like, well, she all right, she's going, and she and this cute lifeguard is getting up and walking by. He said, all right, showtime, girls. They're all pulling their tits up and yeah. doing their hair. <laughs> Here comes Billy walking through, and you know what song is playing? This is the greatest fucking homage ever. Um, the song by the Cars is playing on during Phoebe Kate fucking coming out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> That's great. And they're all like, <clears throat> and every woman is like, hey, Billy. It's in slow motion. He's you know. He's she like, doesn't even say anything to Billy. He goes, looking good, Mrs. Wheeler. Oh, yeah. He, he goes to her. Yeah. Because he saw her in season two and hit on her. Um, Will. Uh, we were talking about it before we started recording. Will. He's the, He spent the first two years of this show. Being, being a attacked, little bitch. No, being attacked by a fucking monster. Yeah. A, a monster drug, drug, drug into body, another fucking drug dimension. Into another dimension. Being attacked by a monster. And he's out of it now. And all he wants to do is play Fucking Dungeons and Dragons with his friends, and, and they like girls now. Yeah, he spent two years doing this, and this poor little bastard has written this amazing campaign. And his son of a bitch friends just want to finger blast their girlfriends, one of which has superpowers, and all they want to do is just tell him to fuck off. And he's like, I spent two years dying, and you people won't even give me an hour of fucking Dungeons and Dragons. That's that's three to four p.m. on Sunday. There is no such thing as an hour Dungeons and Dragons. I know. It is more like eight. But that's like it would be like this podcast being an hour. (laughs) Yeah. But that's like perfect adolescence. It is one hundred percent perfect. I felt so bad for him because I've been there. I remember the day where we're playing playing. Using my GI Joes as wrestlers stop being fun, and I, I that's think the back, worst feeling. Isn't I it? think back like this isn't fun anymore. What the fuck am I doing? Fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I remember when Dungeons and Dragons did that. Like when I wasn't into it anymore. I'm like, oh, I, don't. I, I struggled with like wanting. It was to, last week. Like I always wanted to right. continue playing with the toys. But I also didn't want to be gay, so I would do it in secret. Like I'd, I'd post some, <laughs> right, right. I'd make friends with a younger kid and go play with him in secret, and then go to school and act. Taking like out of context, do. that sounds <laughs> horrid. Yeah. We. I just want to reiterate that Pillow Four Radio is the pr- premier anti-pedophilia podcast. Of course, I was a kid too, so that would have been pedophilia. It would have been just experimental. Well, no, but in a, in a matter of years, it would have been. Can, all of a sudden, you're 18, and I'm, he's still 15. I'm not saying I was playing with Jurassic Park toys when I was 15. All right, I was. I was 14. Were there Jurassic Park toys? No, I'm joking. But I would. 
Yeah, when I yeah, I have them. I saw. I was about to say. I saw, yeah, I, I, had, I this, had a couple. Of I have the Stegosaurus and the T Rex, and they've got little chunks of flesh that pop Neat. out. Battle damage they're or off, whatever. They're really yeah. well built. I still um, have them. I toys, still have the, toys. Uh, really. The original Star Wars toys were shit. Yeah, and then as they went um, along, they got better and better. Yeah, I was gonna say I have the I have the T Rex. I never had a Stegosaurus, but I had the T Rex because if you like the, the whatever grade plastic or whatever they were using, if you squeeze the fucking neck, you could make the T Rex's mouth fucking roar. Neat. And I was like 12 when that shit came out. So I was like right there on the cusp of still buy me toys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what I, exactly the period I'm talking about. Yeah. You guys I want to play age, with, I, I want to play with Jurassic park, but I don't want my friends to know because they'll think it's gay. Yeah. Right. So I had like a couple of them and like, it, I'd get my mom, my grandma, whatever, buy them for my birthday or something. shit like that. I'd be like, Oh yeah, cool. And, but then I'd go out and be like, yeah, let's play football and look for porn in the woods. You know, <laughs> look for, did you, uh, Am I the only one that you You never like? found porn in the woods? No, I did. Never? I you, li- you live all the fucking way up here. And in your exploits as a fucking pre- pubescent boy. I didn't boy, realize I had exploits. Uh, those are what fucking anytime an adult's not around are called. <laughs> I thought you were shenanigans. Did you guys Either use way. your uh, G.I. Joes as the wrestlers because the wrestling figures kind of sucked because you couldn't move they them? Didn't they move. Move. Yeah, yeah, that's ironic. The fact that they couldn't, you couldn't the, pose the G- them. And- the, the G.I. Joe was the uh, How premier the, It was the figure. Cadillac. How in the, the fuck is Ric Flair supposed to do the figure four if his yeah. goddamn knees don't bend? You could perfectly do the figure four with the G.I. Joe. That being yeah. said, though, towards the end, Ric Flair was probably a G.I. Joe. They were letting any fucker be a fucking G.I. Joe. Towards Rocky the Balboa was fucking Sergeant Slaughter. Was. Perry. No, Sergeant Slaughter was an original. That's one of the reasons G.I. No, Joe. He came, he came on during the, the G.I. Joe movie. He had to have proofs of purchase. No, with the, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I like, that, I'm not talking By about the way, that's on shit. stars, and if you're not watching it tonight, I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the dick. Well, I've got to go to work, but I'll watch it afterwards. Um, fucking, yeah, he came in once they, when, when the idea for the cartoon came along. They approached him... And he was going to Vince, and Vince was like, "Yeah, do it, but I want I want royalties." And he was like, "No, I was Sergeant Slaughter before I got here." Right. And there he was like, "Well, I get the royalties, or you can't do it." And that's why Slaughter left for a while. Well, yeah, he but like, they brought him back. Oh boy, did they ever bring him back? Yeah, brought was, him back, made him turn on America. Yeah, they brought him back as oh, a uh, Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, he came in as Sarge for a minute, and then he turned on Hogan and became an Iraqi sympathizer. That's kind of awesome. Actually. It was great. <laughs> if, if you go, back, it was such a good angle that people fucking hated it, and they didn't go to WrestleMania for it, so they had to move WrestleMania. Yeah, that's nice. People, people hated it so much they they wouldn't buy tickets to WrestleMania, and uh, at the fucking um, Survivor Series before the Rumble, right when he'd done it, um, they were doing shit, and they actually caught a guy trying to get into the rafters with a fucking rifle. To be a sharpshooter because he was going to take it was like right when it was fresh. And yeah, well, it was fucking 1991, so building security isn't back no, then wasn't what it is, what it is yeah. now. I mean, it's probably Hacksaw Jim Duggan was building security. But uh, <laughs> no, um, walking around with he, his tube, he was a janitor. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you watch old promos and shit from back then, it's awesome, but boy, it creeps up on uncomfortability a little bit. And nowadays, you're like, ooh, it's, yeah, they, well, you were <laughs> talking right about there. that. You were talking about that uh, warning, the content warning on in front of those. Uh, Cartoons. Yeah. Well, if you watch something old from the WWE Network, they, it says yeah. this is a product of our time of its time. Ah, okay. Remember Mac and TA talking about Mac and TA. These Orientals. These Orientals. are pressure points. One of my favorite things was uh, I don't know if you guys know who Sputnik Monroe is. Of course I know. Sputnik okay, well, I, f- I figured you would just didn't know. Um, uh, Google him real quick to make we, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cornette was part of a documentary about racism in sports. And there's a, I don't know if it's considered a chapter or an episode or whatever. It's done by the same people that do Dark Side of the Ring, that Vice shit. Yeah, um, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's way. amazing. If, if the fucking Bruiser Brody story doesn't make you cry for Tony Atlas, you're not a fucking real wrestling fan. Um, but they were talking about how um, Sputnik, white dude, 
um, jet black hair, dyed a white streak into his fucking hair. Sure did. Yep. And uh, he he took a tough looking bastard. He (laughs) he took on this like street smart pimp persona, but he was a white guy because in the places they were going in Memphis, they were still making the black people sit upstairs. They wouldn't let the black people sit downstairs with the white people still segregated. So Sputnik was was strutting and jiving, and you know all the white people hated him. It's like all, all the black people loved him. All the black people loved him. <laughs> and so about a year and a half into it, he decided that he was going to start going and hanging out in the black neighborhoods to see how far he could push it. Because in Memphis, you could, I can't remember the name of the charge. Jim Cornette said it. It wasn't, wasn't loitering. It was something else. Um, fraternizing or something? No, it wasn't fraternizing. It was something weird. I'll, I'll figure it out and let y'all know later. I'll go back and watch it. Jigabooing? No, definitely not that racist. Um, but uh, <laughs> what? If a, I'm just taking stabs here, but a, it's a, the forties. A white man could be arrested in a black neighborhood, and they charge him with it. It was like not only are you you fucking just out loitering, you're not supposed to be in this neighborhood. So he would push it and push it and put these fucking you know eight hundred dollar suits on for the fifties. That's big, you know, big hat with a feather in it and shit. He'd go strutting down. He'd go into the fucking speakeasies and shit. But the black people loved him. And wrestling was still real back then. And they'd welcome him in with open arms. And then out of nowhere, here these cops would come and be like, you can't fucking be down here. And all the black people would be like, no, 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 no. And they'd arrest him and everything and just made them love him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so finally. God, I bet he was so over. In, in Memphis, yeah. Sputnik finally made it to the point to where he started getting in programs for the, for the heavyweight title. And he pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And finally, he had worked several times with, uh, I think, Jackie Fargo. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, we were into the you know, the 70s now. And they had made it to where Sputnik was challenging for the title. And all these people were coming. They did it at a baseball field one time. And uh, they made the black people sit out in the outfield. And... 2,000 more people than the stadium could hold showed up. They Jeez. told them all to go stand out beside. And uh, they, they actually said, uh, if you want to see it, stand on each other's shoulders outside the outfield fence. So instead, they went out and tore down the outfield fence and all got in for free because they wanted to see Sputnik fucking wrestle. And so Sputnik went in at one point and finally went to the promoter and said, here's the deal. I know you're going to put the belt on me. I know I'm your guy. I'm not going to be here tomorrow night if you don't let the black people sit on, on the lower floor. That's awesome. He said, either either you let them sit with the white folk or I'm not doing it. Love it. The outfield. Yeah. Hey, whoever whoever's keeping track. Add That's this in the, song to, of the Sounds of the Summer. Add this to the Songs of the Summer playlist. Right. Um, I like it that we have these invisible secretaries <laughs> that just do this shit for us. Yeah, just doing this shit. We're but, that big. We're like, yeah. yeah pull it's that like shit a, up, Jim. Hey, Dog. guy in the truck. Let's get it going. <laughs> Monkey but, in uh, the truck. Yeah, but uh, Sputnik did that, and they told him no. And they were like, we're not going to put you over, blah, 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 and all this. So the next night he shows up, and he goes out, and he said, this match ain't going to happen tonight because they won't let my friends, and he pointed up top, he said, sit down here where they deserve to be. And they literally borderline rioted because all these black people were like, that is a southern white man telling these other white people that we are as good as they are. And just he's he's one of us. And they sat there and they fucking almost rioted, blah, blah. And the next week, Sputnik told him, he said, you saw what happened. He said, you don't fucking let him down there. He said, he said I'm not going to do, do a promo again. He said, I'm just not going not to be there. He said, think how bad it'll be if you have to come out and say, I'm not here tonight. Wonder where he is. So that night, they went out and told the cops, and even the cops were mad about it. They were like, 
they bought they bought a lower tier ticket. They sit down in the lower tier. And that was the first desegregated crowd at a sports event in the state of Tennessee. That's fine. That's and it's all cool because story. of Sputnik all because of a dude Monroe. named Sputnik Monroe. In fact, they were showing pictures in yearbooks of white boys that were dyeing their hair like yeah. Sputnik, and it was in their yearbook photo. Fucking that's that shit's ridiculous to me, man. That something as hokey and ridiculous as wrestling can do things like that right there. My mom remembers segregation, and my mom's like the sweetest person in the world. She said, I never understood, I mean, people are people or whatever, I'd, and her parents taught her that it's yeah. it's stupid, yeah. so you associate with whoever the fuck you want to associate Absolutely. with. My, uh, my mom and dad, both their parents, um, both my mom and dad, or my mom's mom and dad, and my dad's dad, my mom, my dad's mom wasn't a big part of it. What would say your grandparents? But, uh, yeah, but I like words. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, like the scenic route. Literally, all of them, you know, were like Ch- Chesapeake. When I was growing up, was a racially divided town. Um, yeah, they said to get in and go beyond what street was it? It's like down to one seventeenth. That's like where, for, for lack of a better, what they the colored end of town. That was you know what it was. Um, the middle edge of town, though, were like the fire department shit was all the you know upper lower class and lower middle class and then up by the school was where everybody who ran the town lived they lived in nicer houses and bigger right. yards and such but of course the you know what time has done to this area fucking now just everybody there is poor um but i don't ever remember a time where an adult told any like any white adult said i don't want you around those black kids or yeah. those black i don't remember that and there were several times where like we'd be going to play or something and somebody would say oh i don't know and like my dad or my grandpa would be like get your ass out there and play go and fucking learn something <laughs> yeah no shit you know well quit trying to be boring you honky ass mom, honky my mom taught at golly bridge and Golly Bridge was kind of notoriously not very friendly towards black. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it I, was. I, I, as and mom, mom threw a fit one time because, uh, well, she came home one time really upset. And I'm like, Mom, what's wrong? She's just like, she's like, I know what area we live in. She's like, and I've been exposed to it my whole life. She's like, but I've tried to teach you better. And she was basically talking to me about, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I don't want you to be like that. And she said, basically, one one of the kids they were getting ready to play uh, Valley or one of them, and one of the one of the boys had said, "Let's go beat, you know, those." Say it. Let's go beat those diggers. You oh, know, boy, I'm going to isolate that. And mom, yep. fucking mom, lost it. Like she 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 was looking around like for support, like. We don't say that, you know, and not no other teachers yeah, said n- n- nobody popped shit. up. My, uh, my my dad told me, I don't know if it was Golly Bridge or what, but it was a school up here, and he was talking about when uh, he was out of school, but my my uncle was uh, three years younger than him, or is I should say, he's still alive, so is. Um, he was on the basketball team. They came out from East Bank, come up here and played, and they had two or three black kids on the team. And my my dad can vividly remember, like it probably wasn't Golly because well, back, I, I, back then that, Golly was integrated. In, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it was Golly or what he said, but it was a school up this way. Might have been, might have been uh, Anstead or okay. Yeah. It's, I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't know all the schools up here. Right. Montgomery you know? High um, School, perhaps? No, no. Montgomery, Montgomery was, was a notoriously it was <laughs> yeah. integrated school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he said he can vividly remember. The black kids on the team being thrown off their game because people in the crowd were just 
like it wasn't nothing, just dropping the in, but yelling, drop the in bomb and sure. shit at him, just like, hey, you, you effing, da, da, da. and he was like, and this was, you know, upstanding members of the community. And like, and he was like, because the other team didn't have any black guys on it. And he was like, and they were just, well, and, and I was like, man, it's, and then another incident with fucking, it was around Halloween. One kid showed up dressed as a Confederate soldier. I know who this kid is. I think I actually might work, might work near him. And I've always despised this fucking guy. You know, kick his ass. Uh, Let's go fuck him up. I'm Let's 40, roll him I'm over. Kick his ass, Seabass. Right. Um, Chuck, that doesn't matter. That means he's 40 <laughs> years old. And he's not been keeping in shape like we have. Well, that doesn't matter either. There's four of us. <laughs> but anyway, he showed up to school dressed as a Confederate John's soldier. John's a trained fighter. Had yeah. another kid in yeah. blackface. <laughs> John just went, yeah. <laughs> had another kid in like torn up clothes in blackface with chains on him and led him around the school. Jeez, My man. mom flipped. She she like went down the office. Now there's a way to do that, to do that costume, but the guy that you're leading around has to be a black guy and he has to be in on the joke. Yeah, fair. I, or, I, I, yeah. or reverse it. The black guy. Absolutely. Is, yeah, yeah. I was I was about to say the the only way either reverse it, you know, and make the white dude or be co- in chains. Context. I mean, if it's a play and these are the characters, yeah, yeah. Right. There's that. Yeah. Of or course. if you're doing it like Dutch is saying. Guy's got to be in on the joke. The black guy constantly has to be, Lord of Mass, I didn't mean to run, you know, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. like, that's the only way, because that's the only way that you can just go, look at how absurd this is. Yeah, exactly. But she went out of the office. And she's like, why aren't we doing anything about this? You know, she like, and she came home so disheartened. And I'm not, you know, we were, everybody around here was raised with a certain element of racism. That's just the way it was. Right. But my mom Especially for her, for her generation, it's extremely forward thinking. She was just like, "This is ridiculous. We don't treat people like this." You know, what I mean, even if even if you don't like them or whatever, she said they're still equal to you. It doesn't, you know. And I, I have never forgotten that. Like, I was so thankful that I was raised that way, where you know, such things were just ridiculous, mm. and you know. I, I remember one guy came to school one day dressed up in a KKK uniform. Everybody thought it was funny. I was like, "That's not fucking funny." That's fucking stupid. It'd be funny if a black guy did it, like the. Uh, the He's Chappelle just like sketch. surprise, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> the like, Chappelle sketch, you know, like, uh, Clayton Biggs. It'd be funny if somebody, somebody at Valley did it, who had a lot of black friends, and they're just like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, know. I mean, the irony, and and you know, what I, an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what a, like a jackass, type. right? Or if you showed up with it, and there was just a bullet hole in between yeah, the eyes yeah, on the yeah, hood, that's a, you'd that's be like, yeah. okay, that's good because that's or obviously- do the gay KKK member with the pink robes. <laughs> right. Hot as the Dickens. Mm. <laughs> I need you guys to leave the neighborhood, please. Thanks. Have you thought about going back to Africa? <laughs> like I mean, like, like Borat does that sort of thing. Yeah, fucking Borat. Right. I love Borat. There's a what, what, my one wife. Of, what, one of the fucking guys that uh, delivers to my warehouse. He lives up. Uh, Around, uh, I don't know exactly where he lives. Uh, Apple Grove is one of the towns he's near, right across the river from uh, Parker or uh, Ravenswood and such. And uh, he said before he moved to Apple Grove, he's got like you know a ten acre plot of land out there, or whatever. He used to live on a street that uh, when you turned to where it was residential, became a gravel road, and everybody had you know a, a twenty acre plot, but you could see the houses and they were just offset. And he said and he didn't know when he first moved in that the guy diagonal down the street from him was a upstanding member of the KKK and his backyard had some trees like in the middle of it to where you could go through the thicket of trees or whatever. And those more field. And he said, and they would have cross burnings back there. And I'd never seen the cross or he said, I'd see them show up. 
And, you know, you're out there, though. You can't really just be like, hey, could you fellas stop? He said, because the next day your house will get burned down. Right. He's like, so just kind of let it happen. He said a year after he moved in, a black guy moved into the house before him. Oh, Lordy. And it had been winter and they hadn't done anything. And the summertime came along and they started they started back at you know, going out there and doing Yeah, that's when racism really heats up during mm-hmm. the summertime. Yeah, it actually it's, does. Yeah, when it gets hot out there. You know. <laughs> it's so hot I can I can understand racism. Yeah. Look Go at them drinking lemonade. <laughs> Over there drinking lemonade. Enjoying a cold drink. You're fucking lemonade bi- for the white man. You're fucking built in SPF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that melanin. But he said Go uh, to Helenin. <laughs> he said <laughs> He said they were just sitting over uh bullshitting around at his house one day and the fucking Guys started loading up, and he said they could see him out of the window. And he was like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" And he was like, "Well, he said, the guy's name was Dre." He said, "Dre, he said, uh, he's Mountain, you know, or not?" He said, "That dude's in the KKKs, and they have cross burnings back there." And he's like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "They ain't never bothered me." He said, "Well, they probably won't, you know." He said, "You live too close; you can point them out." And they're pussies. Yeah, and yeah, and they're cowards. And so, and and Dre was, he said, Dre was like six four and like three hundred pounds, you know, and probably he said at the time probably thirty. So he he was fresh off, had just quit playing ball. You know, it hadn't been but a couple of years since he'd played ball. And uh, he said they went through, and two months later, Dre came over and said, uh, hey, look what I got. And he had a fucking box. He had gone on eBay and bought KKK robes. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? Why do you have that? He said, it lets me go to their uh, cross burners. He said, they got food and everything over there. <laughs> And he said, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, I already used it. So he got a robe big enough to fit him, and he put white gloves on. And he said he just went over there and didn't say anything the whole time he was over there. He said, I took a to-go plate home, fucking (laughs) sat out there. He said, you ought to hear some of the things they say. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. He was like, I'm not mad at him anymore. I feel bad for the fact they believe this shit. (laughs) It's kind of like fucking being mad at Scientologists until you find out what they believe. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. You what? Xenu? Yeah. Volcanoes? Beatons? Ships that look like DC tens. <laughs> Holy shit, John! What? You brought a box with you. Is this going to be my favorite I'm, thing segment? Uh, if you want it to be your favorite things segment, okay. ex- first explain. Uh, we need context. I don't, but the people listening at home need context. So. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Bubble wrap, Bobby paper. Um. Mm. So, so I was. I'm a little late on this because last, I should have done this last week. When it was more, the news was more fresh, but so somebody tried to frame Alex Jones as a pedophile by sending them all these like uh, kitty porn links to try to yeah, get right. it over. They hacked into like right. emails so that or they something. could make it look like he's trading the shit or something That's like awful. that. Awful. Yeah, and um, I mean it's just like blatant, and that the FBI like investigated and said, yeah, actually Alex is a victim of being trying to be framed, you know. And the the, female bomb all these back. fucking headlines started coming out from all these all these news stories started came out like Alex Jones indicted for blah blah blah, and then it would be like basically indicting him, and then at the very bottom a tiny paragraph that says actually the FBI I find that you know in small yeah, print yeah yeah and, yeah you print and, the retraction and it on made page me nine. so mad because that's just such a shitty thing it made me mad that I said oh you know what I'm gonna give Alex Jones some clicks so I went and watched an Infowars episode just to give him the clicks and on the episode he's like yeah uh, we're doing fifty percent off and free shipping on all of our all of our products. 
um, so I can raise money for your lawyers to get these sons of bitches. And if there's one so thing I, said, I know I, about I John is he can't pass up a deal. I said, I got off the phone and I looked at some of the products and I'm like, this is shit. That, these are supplements I was about to order anyway, just with a different label on them. Mm-hmm. So I got some Prostagar that's got um, Saw Palmetto. Uh, I can't read the small print if you want to read some. Okay, this is Prostagard. It's by, this is amazing. InfoWars Life. It's not snake oil, let me tell you it's that. It's got vitamin D, zinc, selenium, copper, magnesium, or magnese. Mega- manganese. 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 Chromium, molly. Ben- it's got molly in it? Hell yeah. Molybendium. Plant sterols, saw palmetto, berry powder, uh, lysopene. Lycopene, lysopene. Like saw palmetto is a, is a uh, t- testosterone to help fix your testosterone levels. Yeah, and it's for prostate health. It's like it's like a blend design. And this is just basic shit you get at GNC. It just says InfoWars on it. Yeah, she's got his label on it. Yeah. Have you noticed any, uh, with this one, have you noticed any uh, increasement in the loads? Um, Like more distance i can't i can't say i mean my volume's been pretty consistent yeah, you've always had a, <laughs> you, you've always had a heavy load have you have you in any way felt like becoming a gay frog no but i have that's good i have felt like becoming a frog and becoming even straighter yeah oh okay i don't know it's if you know straight. this about john ain't gay Ain't, ain't gay. gay. <laughs> I ain't gay. I want a shirt that says, yeah. Uh, ain't gay. <laughs> What's bad is I bet if you Google right now, there are shirts already that just says it, ain't gay absolutely. on them. Absolutely. And that's one supplement. Then we've got the Extended Wise, which is basically just fish oil, uh, EPA, Cookie DHA. Tin, garlic. Healthy fats for your brain. Right. Um, and for your Have body. You just, effects? Is that one in a tablet or is that like a, a mix-in it's supplement? An, it's an oil. It's like it's it's an, oil in a gel cap. Okay, that's, I, that's what I was wondering. I don't know if it was in tap form I mean, or whatever. I mean, the shit's quality, and it has right. like kind of like a good flavoring on the outside even. I mean, this is high-quality shit. And so that one's, I mean, that stuff I was going to, I mean, I take krill oil anyway, so I was like, I'll just get some of this and try it. And it's got some other third ingredient that I didn't recognize that, um, uh, anyway. And then the other one I got was uh, basically turmeric and other herbs and shit that's good for inf- that inflammation and just right. overall. That's This is all stuff that I take anyway. Because I take it and I notice a fucking difference. Right. If it's a placebo, I don't give a fuck because it fucking works. Um, and then I got some colloidal, colloidal silver, which is one that I haven't researched as it's much. All organic shit too. But it's um it's supposed to be good for various things, you know, um sort of a holistic health thing. You can also use it to treat infections and different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got that. I've been taking just like a little like little a bit of that every day, and. I feel like the first day I took all four of these and I didn't take any of my other supplements to kind of just to kind of compare. And I definitely felt a little like something. I felt like mm-hmm. some clarity, some like a little mini buzz. Like mm-hmm. I felt it felt like this is good shit. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not snake oil. And anytime anybody accuses someone of being a pedophile and tries to ruin their fucking life by that's lying the- that that's that's when you that's when i swoop in with a fucking flying sidekick to your temple or in this case uh an 80 dollar purchase or whatever it was <laughs> to buy lawyers so so you can you said an 80 dollar purchase though uh price wise compared to what you're already getting or um well you got the 50 percent off too like which is still it's, like it was you know. it was a ballpark same ballpark yeah, okay. shit. okay same same i shit. love on the label it says the number one health product line suggested by alex jones and of course it is <laughs> and he gave me stickers oh i'm in oh dude i'm not gonna give any to chuck because he won't stick them anywhere i am because <laughs> he doesn't like Alex. you know i'm gonna put one of these on my guitar I might do it for the ironic part. You can look at it because I, 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 I actually going to think I'm going to put I'm going to put these on my fucking uh, on my hard hat for work. 
Oh, and, and the other thing, the other little nice touch I wanted to add is that when I ordered it, I was a little bit nervous because like, this is going to come in a box that's going to say InfoWars and my stupid um, uh, fraudulent humanitarian hippie postmaster is going to start playing pranks on me again when he, if he sees that I order stuff from InfoWars because I have a feud with my postmaster. Right. And I was like, this motherfucker's going to start throwing trash in my yard again if he sees that. He threw something. trash in your fucking yeah. yard? Yeah, and in my bum box and stuff. Um, I mean... I don't have them on camera. Right. But you just know. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you just know. Yeah. I, I've threatened to fight them a few times. Um, and so it, so when the box came, I was like, oh, shit, it's going to say InfoWars. I was a little bit worried about my you know anonymity here, whatever. And when I got it, it said free. It, the, it's shipped from Free Speech Systems, LLC. I was like, thank you, Alex. Because yeah. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. He knows. That his customers don't want to know, don't want other people to know that he's supporting them because he knows what it's like yep. to get shit on by people for... Yep. Being him And if they get that They'll be like I can't shit on Alex Jones Personally But I can shit on Somebody that's giving him money And the other The last perk That I have That I can remember Is I got He gave me a free sample Like a little condom packet With two tablets of um, Brain Force Plus Let me see that one Which I don't know I can't read it It's it's probably like Okay you got B6 Vitamin B6 Vitamin B12 Basic shit Bacopa mm-hmm. Herb Extract Alpha GPC Which is Glyceryl Phosphoracholine uh, yerba mate leaf, theo, yerba, taking, yeah, you're taking yerba, yerba mate. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, it's really awesome. Black pepper fruit extract. Black pepper. This awesome. reminds me of Alpha Brain, the Rogan one. I get a feeling Rogan and him are friends. I now they are. I'm willing to bet. Well, they've been friends for 20 years. I'm willing to bet because he owns. He partially owns. Um, don't you remember though the the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the build up to the episode? Rogan He's been tr- so mad at me for so long. <laughs> Rogan tried to distance himself, distance himself from Alex because of the whole Sandy Hook shit, right? And I don't to, blame to him protect for that. that shit. What I was going to say is, yeah, I, I despise Alex Jones. I don't like it, but to do that to someone is that is just one of the worst things you can do. To, to try to frame them for something like that. You're going to ruin the guy's life because you don't agree with I mean, what he I, fucking says. I mean, I'll, I'll personally say that I was actually mad about the Sandy Hook thing because um, when when Alice came out and said the things that he said, there were a thousand other people saying the same shit. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't tell – if you go back and look at what he actually said, he didn't say, go fuck with these people's parents. He didn't incite anything. He no. just – all he did was say, I believe that this was a false flag and blah, 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 which I actually you know, I, I have my own questions about it. But the point is – um, you can say some shit that that's even if you think it's stupid or totally unfounded or whatever, and that doesn't mean that you should be kicked off Twitter, kicked off Facebook. You know all the right. things he's already been down on the dirt, and now they're at an insult to injury with this pedophilia thing. Whoever's doing it, right. well, that's, what? You, go ahead. Uh, th- that's what when they real last year when they really started teeing off on him, like when he really started getting in the crosshairs of everybody, and you actually jumped in. That's one. Uh, of yeah, people, time. people fucking gang, and that's another thing that I they see. Were, if somebody gangs up on somebody, I'm gonna fucking yeah, swoop in. All, all I asked, I, I mean, and I know you were on it. I don't know, Chuck. I don't know if you got in that conversation or not. I said uh, the way they're ganging up on him. I said. It, on Alex Jones and, and I said in the statement I was like I don't back him In any way possible I am only asking If they gang up on him To destroy him As they Looks they are doing Does this Or does this not Make his claims Of conspiracies Correct And instead of somebody Saying Well 
maybe for this instance, but the ones he babbed about, no. Instead, everybody just went, he's a fucking hack, he's a snake oil salesman, he's a liar. You're not fucking answering what That's I'm asking. That's not the question. That's not the question. I asked no questions to guarantee or debate his character. I asked if what people are doing against him is proving him right. V- validates because, his... Yeah, because we already yeah. knew everything they threw against him was going to make the people that back him back him even harder. It's like, yeah, of course, he's right. Look at what they're doing to him right now. Well, it, it, um, the whole social media thing where they kick him off all the things, it makes it look like they're all conspiring to kick him off all the things, just yeah. like they did with a dozen other people. Well, and the funny thing yeah. is, is that it all happened within like a 24-hour period. Yeah. And they, as if they had... They, they, were, they were ready to go as right then. If they had conspired. And Twitter yeah. held on for a while. Yeah. But the... Uh, my question with the social media thing, you'll hear uh, the, the lefty say that it's a, uh, it's a private business. They can do what they want. But they have um, monopolized the conversation. It's now the town square. Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. it, it's the town square now. I mean, it's illegal for uh, Trump to block people on Twitter because he's, he's the president. Right. So that really validates that it's the fucking town square. Yeah. So I also have, well, you're, really limit, you're, you're limiting his freedom of speech. By kicking him out of the town square. I, yep. I also question the premise that Facebook is in fact a private company because at this point, it's you know the CSA and NSA have full access to it. They're constantly grilling Zuckerberg to get them to do what he wants. It's not purely private anymore because the government's right. in on that shit. It's, when, maybe it's ninety percent private. Maybe when, it's eighty percent private. When he had, when he himself admitted that Facebook had slowed down traffic to conservative pages. I was like, well, it's over then. It's like it's it's no longer, it's no longer, it's, it's no longer a, a free marketplace. It's, it's not a question will. anymore of whether or not they're doing it. Yeah, we know they're doing it. Yeah, it's a question of who all are you going to do do it to, and how much are you going to do it? Right. And 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 what does that mean for the future right. of social media? And they're like uh, the people that like that he got kicked off, or who everybody that got kicked off. They like that uh, Laura Loomer, whoever you want to talk about, got kicked off. Like, well, there's other things they Milo can do. They can go got to Vimeo. Off. They can go to all these other places, but nobody goes to those sites. There's not an app for Vimeo on my yeah, PlayStation it's, 4. It's like, are you trying to fucking tell me that it's okay? Just go to Twitch. Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> Twitch is Twitch. fine. Yeah. Let's let's go to Periscope. No, let's not. And yeah. I've, uh, you know, thought about things like this. I used to think it was cool when somebody would punch a Nazi in the face and stuff like that when he was just talking. I don't think that way anymore. No, that, that's, well, that's assaulting the, someone for and also saying they're, something. They're also punching. In some cases, they're punching someone in the face that they've determined is a Nazi mm-hmm. who act, isn't actually who's actually yeah. just somebody, some cosplay motherfucker. I've always or, said or like <laughs> like any of us could be mistaken for a fucking white nationalist. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I bald head. Well, I usually wear black t shirts. Yeah, I trudge everywhere I go. I have yeah. a white nationalist gait. Right. It's, it's about all. I, I mean, Stomp, I, stomping on yeah. uh, fucking <laughs> minorities as you walk to the Dollar General. So. And la- last week in uh, Oregon, in Portland, a tiny little gay journalist, Andy No, NGO, Asian, he just reports on Antifa. Gay, he goes, he's a gay Asian. Asian. He's got so many oppression points, but they call him a Nazi because he just reports on the things that Antifa does. Because he's because he's, he's filming the police, basically, but instead of the police, he's doing it to Antifa. Right. And they attacked him, beat the shit out of him, uh, threw milkshakes at him. Broke there, his skull. Broke... Fractured his they skull. fucked him that's, up. That's one of the things like you're saying. I don't like when I see some, a Nazi get punched just because they're talking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you on that. What I do love, though, 
and I don't give a shit what side of the group it is, when if it's the Nazis, if it's Antifa, whatever, when their mob rule mentality kicks in, they start throwing rocks and shit like that. Not at the police, but at like the the other side. I'm of okay the group. with them throwing at the police. Well, I'm fine with it too. <laughs> um, what I'm saying police. though is when it's when the police have yet to get involved, and it's that it's that couple of minute spot where Antifa and like veterans or whatever mm-hmm. get into it. Nothing makes me laugh harder than when the side that starts it starts it thinking they're cool and then realizes they are gravely outmanned and maneuvered by the other side. One of my favorite ones was Antifa Kid comes up talking shit to this fucking dude. You can tell he's a combat veteran. You can look at how his stance is. It's like that that dude's been... In some shit in one of the sandboxes. It's like, I don't know if he's the one you want to he looks, square he look, up on. He looks unnervingly calm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for, for what's going on around. It's like, I don't know if that's the one you want to square up to right now. Right. Talking shit, talking shit, goes to walk away. They both go to walk away. Dude turns back around, goes to clock him in the back of the head with a pipe. Guy spins, elbow hits him, turns around, and just starts clocking everybody with that same pipe. <laughs> he took his pipe. <laughs> Gets in front. They start trying to dog pile on him because he's beating up their friend. Dog pile he on the red. Literally is just bam, bam. And I'm like, that's what you fuckers deserve. That's, yep, you go that right. is fucking. You play stupid games. Another, stupid another fucked up thing that happened with that NGO, NGO guy. Is that um, all of the fucking major news outlets when that happened kept trying to um, frame him as a white man? They were trying to say that the Proud Boys were in on it. The oh, Proud God. Boys, the Proud Boys did this. They were they were like a thirty minute walk away, and they said the violence from Antifa and the Pro- the Proud Boys and Antifa. They they like they just basically like just said that that it, the Proud Boys was involved with the violence right. when they have no proof. What's they're basically just fucking lying. The thing about the Proud Boys is like they call them a. A bunch of racists, but there's every every race you can think of is in is into this thing because it's not a white nationalist thing. It's a fucking joke. They just drink it's, beer. Yeah, it's this fucking joke where they're like, "Well, we're fucking men. Yeah, we want to be men." Not, and it's like this. There was just, some there was some like little documentary or something where somebody tried to infiltrate the group and like act like they were a proud boy to to get inside information. Right. And basically, the only thing that they determined is that these guys really like to drink beer. Yeah. Yeah, like in order to get in, you got to name thirteen breakfast cereals where they're punching you in the arm. It's a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's a bunch. They're of having shit. fun. Yeah, but they're but they are but like Western chauvinists. I think is that's what they call. Yeah. Them. Well, it's I think in the in the early two thousands and up until about two thousand eleven or so, it was when somebody would say, oh, "I don't give a shit about feminist. I'm a menist." And so, and it was this. I'm about men not having their rights taken away. Well, that's not fucking happening. It's like yeah. if you just want to sit and you know shotgun fucking beers in a basement somewhere, cool, awesome. But, you know, stop talking about how you're mad that a girl's making eighty one cents on the dollar in a fucking higher up level. They um the, their leader Gavin McGinnis, who he's not even he got he's one of the guys that got deplatformed. Yeah, he's fucking gone. He's now. the co creator of Vice. Yeah, and he's like the the. The godfather of the hipster movement because he he dresses. He's got the hard parts, he, got the curly Q mustache. Yeah. Well, he he originally made his way as a leftist hipster. Yeah, and then he saw the, where his company was going, and he didn't really like it. Yep, and, and he, he got he got mad, and he was like, "I'm now I'm not doing this shit." But uh, he's like they call him a racist and all this stuff. He's married to like a Mexican lady, yeah. and yeah. and they say, "Well, you just because you're married to a person of color doesn't mean you're." Not, I don't know, man. I mean, there is truth to that, I guess, but. but 
Is I mean, you're going to spend your entire life with somebody? I bet, probably. I mean, but if you think there's truth to it, do you think that means... You would think that, that the person you're with was an exception. Well, that would no, be... No, you know what I mean? Here's, here's what I'm asking. It's a... Are you are you saying that somebody who's in a biracial marriage but is still racist isn't racist against the race they're married to? Like they might like black people, be cool black people, but might hate Mexicans or Latinos or however you want to fucking phrase it. See, that's a, such a complicated issue. But I would, I'm I saying it's I don't think possible. it's complicated. I don't think, yeah, uh, I don't I don't, think it's complicated at all. I think I that's think, a yes or no. If, I think if um, you think there's truth to that. I think anybody in any situation can be a racist. Right. My question after that is, so what? Like, what, are you yeah. not a racist? What, are you honestly where, not a racist? Where do we go from here with it? Yeah. Like, uh, can any of us honestly say that, uh, you know, we don't judge people based on how they look at all? I can give you a fun racist story. Oh, boy. Uh, when I was 18 and I started working for a large box hardware store, I won't mention the name, but it wasn't Home Depot. Um, <laughs> you can mention it on here. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck um, you, Lowe's, right in the ass. Uh, for the record, <laughs> at this point, I'm talking about Lowe's is a Actually, great company to work for. 2006, not so much. Okay. Anyway, um, I was 18 years old and fresh into the adult world, according to the age limits. Um, and there were several employees who every day I would hear bitching about Canadians. Okay. okay. God damn fucking, squibs. Fucking Canadians. Fucking Canadians. God damn this goddamn Canadian come down here and want a disc, blah, blah, and all this. And there are people that already worked for Lowe's before the new store I was at opened, okay? I did not know that Canadian was code for black people. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Didn't know that. Jeez. I, beforehand, when I was 17, had gone to Toronto for one day, and it was the worst fucking day of my life up to that point, because Toronto was such a shithole. And so I, blanket statement, thought every Canadian was just an awful person. It's like, this is a joke. They're not as nice as they say. So yeah, finally, I found a group of people that hate Canadians as much as me. <laughs> and so for two weeks before somebody clued me into it, I was like, yeah, all these goddamn Canadians around here. <laughs> and I was the most vocal one about it. <laughs> they were getting ready to promote you to give you a hood. And then it slipped one day to some of the black employees what Canadian was code for. And I came to work later that day and had to have a 37-minute meeting with HR about, <laughs> do you really feel this way about Canadians? Which the first five minutes was, yeah, fuck them all. I don't <laughs> think they should be here. <laughs> you bunch of queers. <laughs> so finally... My assistant manager, my, my zone manager, was in the meeting, and he just goes, "Wait a minute!" He goes, "Time out." <laughs> when I say Canadians inside the walls of this building, he goes, "Describe what you think I'm talking about." And I was like, "Fucking Canucks, goddamn." <laughs> Toronto, Alberta, Mounties, fucking moose and hockey and all that horse Syrup shit. Syrup guzzlers. Yeah, and he goes, you don't know what Canadians means, do you? I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> people from Canada? And the HR lady goes, holy shit. All right. Um, You're good to go. Yeah, she goes, I need you to go back out there and act like this conversation never happened. However, don't ever say that you hate Canadians out loud to anyone out there. She said, because there are certain employees that we have found that we have since terminated that have been using the word Canadians in the place of black people. And at the time, I was dating a black girl. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> good talk. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. What? I was fucking 18. I didn't fucking know. You should work that into a bit. I'm thinking about it now. It's really. Yeah. Where's some crickets at? Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. 
There we go. That's just fucking Italian. It's just Italian guacamole anyway. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing this week is uh, Lando <laughs> Ray. And, uh, is that, is, the that, the, is that the one movie. they're fucking saying? No, it's Greta Van Fleet I'm thinking of. Greta Van Fleet? Yeah. Everybody, Not a fan. Everybody says, oh, they're just copying Led Zeppelin. I'm like, eh. I'm, I'm not Zeppelin a fan just because I don't like him. Led Zeppelin yeah. was copying Led Zeppelin. Led yeah. Zeppelin copied every blues, uh, whatever. They Fucking, you, you on the, on uh, FS They for did family, it well, though. On FS for Family, they're called Stolen Riffs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. L- L- Lana Del Rey is the, the one solo singer, right? Yeah, she's like a red hair. D- didn't, isn't she the one, though, that her name was something else, then she changed it yeah. at one point? That's why she caught all that shit? Okay. I don't know if she I, caught shit for it, but she, her name is not Lana saying, Del Rey. But. I, I know bits and pieces of pop culture, but they all merge into one big story that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to her pretty much nonstop. We came in with some of her stuff, but I really like... Uh, She's got a weird voice. She's fucking weird. Right. Um, she talks about fucking a lot in her songs. Right. So I'm down. And the songs are good. They sound good. The production's good. I haven't heard the the last album I haven't heard, but she's got a new one coming out in August called Norman fucking, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell. That's the name of the album. Nice. <laughs> so I look a forward to that. Um, the new Spider-Man movie is fucking tremendous. Uh, Far From Home? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I saw End of the Spider-Verse. It's great. Oh, God yeah, damn. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Can, can, can I get a My Favorite Thing? Of course. Okay. Uh, I don't really have... Before. I don't really expound on mine. All right. But so. before we get out of here, my favorite thing was uh, this past week, um, had a cookout, a friend of mine's house. One of my ex-girlfriends was there. Uh, she was always very adamant about not wanting to watch Marvel movies with me, which is fine. She's not a fucking nerd. Um we started talking about it and everything, and some other friends were talking, and uh, it got brought up at how integral part of Infinity War and Endgame uh, they blanket the conversation of, about mental health, which yeah. is it, it's a huge fucking part of that goddamn six hours worth of film. And uh, she is in the mental health field now. She's making her way into it and all that. I guess she wants to be a therapist. I don't fucking know. She's a dumb bitch. Um, if you ever hear this, you're a dumb bitch. Um, but she was like, there's no way your stupid little comic book movies could, uh, make it into that. And all my nerd friends, (laughs) we came together. There was blood in the water. We came together like a fucking (laughs) canon storyline Voltron. (laughs) And over the course, over the course of 35 minutes, we bombarded her. With everything we could imagine from the comic books to explain and then to the actual movies. And all we did was explain Thor's story arc. Yep. I was like, just in these two movies, if you watch Thor's character arc, it is such a fucking commentary on mental health and how you can't fucking just ignore it. And it has to be brought up and blah, blah, blah. To the point that she said, all right. I'll watch the fucking movie. <laughs> she did watch it. She texted me yesterday. She said, holy shit, it's spot on and perfect. I was like, yeah. And I haven't even gotten to the fucking arc of Tony Stark and the rest of them. Absolutely. And I was like, that's, it's fucking, that, that made me so happy this past week. I was like, yeah, it's our nerd stuff. Yeah, it's, the, not all, it's, it's not all explosions. Yeah, it's not all explosions and aliens, but at the same time, it it's is. like, yeah. <laughs> fucking, um, I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, the Spider-Man movie is fucking pretty tremendous, dude. I, I, I want to check it, it out. Is, I'm, uh, um, that, that Zendaya girl, I didn't know shit about her until about a year ago. And then I watched her. Uh, she was in 
She's in the first Spider-Man movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Oh, wow. Um, I've just, I've. You haven't seen Spider-Man: Homecoming? I haven't seen oh, the Jesus, two man. Tom Holland Spider-Mans. I've seen. No, there's only one. There's well, the, the new one just came out. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen that one, Homecoming, or Far From Home. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what pissed me off though. Um, went and saw Endgame. Uh, I don't know where you guys saw it. You know, wh- wherever seven you went. Seven. Okay, we went to the first time. We went to Taze Valley Theater. Uh, because we messed our times up. We were going to Nitro. We messed our times up, and we had to go to Taze Valley. They ran the Far From Home pr- th- uh, trailer before Endgame, oh. where he says, I see him all over the city. I miss him. And then it's like, holy shit. Oh, you, just, her, yeah. you just told us. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. So this was fucking Thursday night. They ran it. And uh, flash forward two weeks. Um, me and this girl are talking, bullshitting around, and uh, she's like, I haven't seen Endgame yet. I was like, I'll totally go see it with you. So we go to the Nitro Cinemas, because she lives out there uh, that way, um, on a Sunday. It's like 6 o'clock. And before anything happens, on a set, in a director's chair, Tom Holland pops up and goes, Hey, everybody, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man Tom Holland here. Uh, usually this would be the spot where you see the Far From Home trailer. But to save from ruining Endgame for you guys, we're going to show it after the movie. There's, it's two weeks later. There's still a heavy amount of people, probably 200 people in that theater. And at the same time as me, about eight other people went, What the fuck? Yeah. And the girl looks at me and goes, What? And I said, I didn't get that when I went and saw it the first fucking night. No yeah. shit. I can't believe they did that. Yeah. That had to be an accident, right? Oh, my God. It had to have been. It had to have been just on those Thursday screenings. There's no way that happened on Friday and Saturday that weekend. Because, like, literally, it was me and at least eight other people. What the fuck? We didn't. Ah, oh, you fucking. Ass. There's kids in the theater. I'm like, no. Ruin it for them. Jesus. The um, This one, you know, almost all the Marvel movies, it's the end of the world and they got to save the world. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's not that. But it's still awesome. Like, he's. This is, according to what they said, this is technically the last movie in this phase. In this phase. Yeah. Which, and they've which I give that a, a nod. Yeah, <laughs> which I understand. But at the same time, I, I kind of wish, I, I really felt like Endgame should have been the end. And then moving into this, they were just like, here's the new, but don't forget what the I fuck have, happened. I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, but well, with the next, phase, I still, I still wonder. Phase, but I'd, Fantastic Four, Galactus, Adam Warlock, it's going to be all the space shit. But the, the, they, but they've already, they've already mentioned that that they might not do all this deep stuff with Adam Warlock because the braided beard and all that shit with Thor was like a kickback. It's it was kind of like a nod to Adam Warlock, and people are saying, "Oh, well, he got that little nod in Endgame. No, he might not be as a developed character as he's going. If we think he's, gonna I be. think they're going to do Adam Warlock. I think well, they're well, doing we'll, it in we'll, Guardians. We'll find out in Guardians Three, cause, and then they're going to do the Eternals. Yeah, they're going to do um, which opens to, to the Celestials, the Inhumans. They need to pretend that fucking show never happened and do the Inhumans properly. Well, yeah, they also need to do the Scrolls properly, in my opinion, because I thought the Scrolls that were okay. It's it's okay. Are but they it's, the ones in? In Captain Marvel, yeah, they yeah, were awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, I like it, but I don't feel like that's got legs to go the distance in the next phase, two phases, three phases, wherever the fuck we're going. You know, however many phases ahead they've planned, I don't know. Well, I mean, 
with just with just with Galactus, you got Silver Surfer. You've got you know what I mean. There's so much stuff you can do, and people are going to complain about it. Yeah. Well, where's Earth and all this? Like Earth story is done. Yeah, Earth story. Is other done than for other, now. well, other than the X Men, when they finally bring in the X Men. But that's I say that's five day years from now before they bring in the X Men. I don't think it's going to be that long. They released they released a thing that was a was a, a redacted document that was basically about Wolverine. So right. they're going to introduce him. Um, I don't know who's going to play him. Keanu. Can't so, play. Some somebody said Tom Hardy, and I was like, God damn it, we can't give, we can't do the Tom Hardy thing like we did the Ryan Reynolds thing. Okay, you get one fuck up, you, then you then you get to play a real character. Tom Hardy's fuck up is Venom. His real character is Bane. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I read. Oh, speaking of that, I read, I read Wolverine Origin at work the other day, and that was one of the best comics ever written. Uh, that's one of the things I loved about Logan. They actually have his real name on his ID. His name's James Howlett. Right. That's his real name. That's Logan's real name. Yes. Really. Born in, born in Canada in like 1890, or uh, maybe even a little bit earlier. Uh, I think it's actually in the 1880s. Um, and he is actually his dad was actually a gardener. Um, his dad was not his real dad. Um, but S- Sabretooth is his, is his half brother. No, but, he's actually his real bro- his but, full but brother. Is, but is that in, in what they're doing there? Is that taken away from the storyline or the the timeline where they claim that Wolverine was on the Lewis and Clark expedition? Of course, okay. that's that would be that's too far back. I I mean, was, he, I was, he doesn't age that slow. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say because there are there are times you and I both sure. know, there are times where they're like Wolverine's over two hundred years old. Nah, I'm like, that's, no, I'm I, about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Uh, he at first was a real sick. Like at first they they set it up where you think Sabretooth is was Wolverine, right? Because his name is Logan. The kid, well, the kid's name is Dog, but the bounty hunter. Oh, R.I.P. Dog's wife. Yeah, rest in power with them big old titties. Them big old titties. <laughs> big old milky num nums. Um, Sweater kittens for days. <laughs> Puppies. I'd look right at them mommy bags. She um no, but Wolverine was he he was a real sickly kid like. He had allergies and he was, you know, he was timid, all kinds of stuff. And the way they set it up was that was just that was because your your mutation doesn't usually kick in until you get a little bit older. They set up Wolverine like Teddy Roosevelt, they, asthmatic and weak as a child. And then all of a sudden he's the man to beat all men. Absolutely. Yeah. And and they said and it was a great story. And, you know, he there was a girl that was like a love interest. And, you know, she w- went up with another man. And she ends up he accidentally kills her. Um, cause he's in a fight and he's, he's, his claws come out and she stumbles and falls into him and gets mm-hmm. killed. So he runs away and runs into the forest and all kinds of stuff. And that's when he became wild. And, uh, that, that lasted quite a while. Savagery. Um, and you know, it's just a great comic book. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, the way they need to introduce him is they need to make a movie or a show about that. Bring in the new casting of Wolverine and then what they need to do as a subtle as a as a nice nod to Hugh Jackman is have him play Wolverine's dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that'd be cool. The the grizzled old gardener who was really a piece of shit. He's an alcoholic and all kinds of stuff. But he had latent mutation in him. Right. Which he passed on to his two kids. Who is it who who do you think they could get to be Wolverine? I don't know. Do man. they have to get some unknown guy? Brendan Fraser. Okay. I like where we're going. <laughs> he's doing great on Doom Patrol. I love, yeah, but I he's, love he's, not, he's not Wolverine. I mean, I, is I'm, Doom Patrol good? It's it's I good. Heard it's good for, for for what it is. It's good. It's in the same boat as. Remember when Guardians came along and everybody was like, "A movie? 
Really? I was pretty excited about it. Okay, but but like the average. But I but I didn't. I knew nothing about the characters. I just. That's what I say. The average. Even Marvel, I was like, well, those are some pretty. That's a that was a reach. You deep, know? Yeah. yeah, and then because it's written so fucking well and directed so well, and they literally got the perfect people to play them. Nobody will ever tell me that Dave Bautista is not the perfect Drax. Absolutely, he is fucking. He great. is fucking phenomenal in that role. Um, mm. But Doom Patrol was a lot like that. On a lower scale because it's a streaming show, you know, yeah. it's put together and everything. And I don't know a lot about Doom Patrol. I literally watched the first episode because Brendan Fraser was in it. I was like, yeah, he's still You're alive. You're a big uh, Brendan Fraser, Mark, huh? Uh, not a big Mark, but every time when he pops back up out of nowhere, hey! I'm like, hey, that guy. <laughs> School ties. No. It's like, School ties uh, is fantastic. It is good. It's like with, uh, oh, what's his name? Alan. Uh, Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yes. Boom, I nailed That's it. exactly what I was about to say. Um. <laughs> There's times I don't see him in things for like two years, or I don't know he's in things, and I'm like, eh, maybe he's just not acting anymore. And then something comes along, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch that because he's in it. <laughs> it's the whole reason I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil the it's first a great time. Movie. It's, it's an hilarious. awesome movie. Have you ever seen it? No. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a real. It's a campy comedy horror thing. I've heard of it. I know. The, I know the premise. My, the, it's two. They've mistaken these two rednecks for being uh, serial killers. The, or something. The, the best. The best scene in the whole thing is where he's cutting wood, and he hits the beehive. <laughs> There's like stereotypical college kids, you know, and one of them's like trying to see because one of the girls got hurt, and they take her in the cabin, um, and he's trying to like sneak up on him, and dude's cutting logs with a fucking chainsaw, and uh, he there's a beehive where the tree had fallen. He hits the beehive, and the bees attack him, and he's just he's still got the chainsaw with the chainsaw running. He's like ah! Ah! swinging the chainsaw when he's running. It looks like. Uh- Leatherface. Yeah, like fucking Leatherface. And the kid takes off running, thinking he's coming after him. Well, he's not. He's running through the woods trying to get away from the bees. And there's actually a moment where, like, instead of catching up to him, he's running beside him. And the kid's like, what the fuck? And he looks at him. He's still he looking. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? He, just, <laughs> he keeps running. And the kid's watching him. And there's a tree that's uprooted and flipped over. And the kid impales himself on the fucking oh roots. Yeah. <laughs> and, and fucking Dale's just like, blah, blah, blah. and he gets, he's stung by the bees. So he can't talk. Yeah. And he's just like, blah, 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 the whole fucking time. It's fucking hilarious. Um, trying to think of another favorite thing. The uh, what's, that, the, what's that thing we used to get back in the day? Pussy, uh, pussy. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. I watched things. the. Uh, I went to the live on the levee last night. And the, Did you? Uh, how was that? Tom Petty tribute. It was really good. Like most of it. I went. I went down and saw. Uh, Here comes the mummies. Oh, uh, week before last, amazing show. Like I wanted to go to the Tom Petty thing, but I just I felt like shit last night from where I'd gone way too hard on the <laughs> night of the fourth. I really did. I pissed this girl. I've been talking to. I pissed her off so fucking bad with shenanigans that I shouldn't have done. But uh, yeah, um, the Here Comes the Mummy show was fucking amazing. The um, I don't know who they had as the backup man. I guess I mean I guess they're all local or sort of local. Mm-hmm. But the guy that they had playing lead guitar who got to do all of uh, Mike Campbell's licks was fucking killing it. Just out there fucking putting on a show. He was having a great time because he got to play all that awesome shit. And um, my best friend, uh, uh, Andrew Adkins, he was the first performer with the the backing band. He did, um, I believe, Running Down a Dream. And uh, what's the one? Get to a point, smoking on the joint, that one. Right. But there was two people they had up there. I don't want to name them, but uh, 
they came up later and they didn't know the words to songs. They had like a thing in front of them with the words on it. I'm like, how much time have you had to prepare for this? Yeah, really. Call me for this. I will fucking kill it. Did uh, did they do Saving Grace? No. Ah, that's one of my favorite newer songs he ever did, Saving Grace. I really loved that song. There was a band, uh, the Parachute Brigade. I think they're out of Beckley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, the, they've played at the Parrot before. But they got a... Uh, the uh, they own a music store now up here, mm-hmm. or not up here in Charleston, and they did um, stop dragging my heart around and don't come around here no more, and they fucking murdered it. They're they're a really good. They band. were fucking yeah, they, good. Like I said, they played in my bar before. They're a really good band. Um, and then Billy Matheny played came. Mountain Music Fest this year too. I didn't get to see him. Yeah, they, I only they saw on, Tyler Childers and whoever was on before him. Yeah, they, they were on Saturday. Um, fucking, uh, it was fun. Um. But yeah, the, the the there's a guy and a girl, and they just they they weren't singing loud enough, and they didn't know the melody and the words. Like, why are you calling people? I know there's a lineage there. Uh, you're somebody's daughter, and you're and you're her boyfriend, and you're in a band, right? So that's why you get the call, and you get a couple hundred bucks to go up there and and just really half-ass it. Yeah, I, I didn't know that the fuck in. Yeah, I I was like, and it's because that fucking union, the musicians union. You can only play at these official Charleston things if you're in their stupid fucking union. Yep. So. People that would actually go up there and fucking murder it, like me. Yeah, and we but don't, don't want don't want to deal with that pay this much a year. Yeah, and would still get bullshit. ignored because yeah. I don't have a band and then nobody knows who I am and I'm and I'm a fucking asshole. But whatever. <laughs> but you can be nice when it comes to it. Every now and then, be. if I have to be. But uh, it was good. The musician, the backing band was really good. I right. was really impressed with that. They had a fucking organ guy and all that stuff. So yeah. hand jobs for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Got squeezers. Hell yeah. Um, that's about it for me, though. though. All right. Um, has your opinion on Canadians changed since Letterkenny? You mean black people? No, no. Actual <laughs> Canadians. Actual uh, Canadians. I, I didn't. I, I never stayed in my I hate Toronto, anything like that. I think Letterkenny's hilarious. I think Trailer Boy, Park Boys is hilarious. Um, <laughs> kids in the I've, Hall. Uh, yeah, Kids, kids in, in the hall. hall. I've said it before that... Uh, because I don't know if you've ever encountered anything. Um, if you say Letterkenny is better than Trailer Park Boys. People get mad. People are like, what the fuck? I'm like, Trailer Park Boys, if you graduated high school. Letterkenny, if you at least thought about going to college. <laughs> um, it's it's just. Well, the thing about Letterkenny and like it's it has like a and and Trailer Park Boys is it's a group of friends and their shenanigans. It's it's yeah. just and like anything. It's Stranger Things. It's all yeah. right. And, and, it's all that and, element. But Letter Letterkenny is written to where it's such rural, dry, quick. How are you now? Figured out banter. Yeah, banter. <laughs> and that's where a lot of the fucking humor comes from. You know, uh, just that quick boom, 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 boom. Trailer Park is not Trailer Park Boys is not dry humor. Trailer Park Boys is they're beating wonder, you over the head with their wonder humor. what kind of wacky hijinks the boys are going to get into today. <laughs> Oh, look at Ricky. He's got a trunk full of change because he robbed the mall. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's pretty good, though. Yeah, it is, it is pretty good. I love Trailer Park Boys. But yeah, I think Trailer Park Boys is great. Um, it's hilarious. Nothing makes me laugh harder than the fact that Ricky hates Conky. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> if Bubbles to this day does the Conky voice, he gets Con- mad about Conky it. Conky is Bubbles' puppet that looks exactly like Bubbles. You know Bubbles has the big yeah, glasses yeah. Yeah. and everything, but Conky is his puppet, and it looks exactly like him. And... Ricky believes him to be real 
and wants to kill him. Yeah. And he's a puppet. Yeah. That's how dumb this guy is. It's great. That sounds like a fucking Arrested Development with uh, Franklin. Close. (laughs) (laughs) And who... uh, And... uh, Who's the patriarch, George Bluth? Or- oh, I don't know. I didn't watch Arrested Development. See, there's that look again. That's the same look I get when I say I didn't watch Seinfeld. I fucking, I don't. Arrested I, Development has got you written all over. I just, I, I can't get into it. I, I don't. Here, here's Arrested Development, Seinfeld, um, fucking. Uh, oh, what's what's the one? Um, once you get on the adults, uh, Tim and Eric. I haven't gotten into that. Uh, f- fucking, there's there's so many things that so many people think I would be into, and I look at it and I'm like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> like, what? Why is why did this get greenlit? Why did this get greenlit? And the ideas that I have that are better, but I've never told anybody else <laughs> that did, did not get greenlit into a show. Uh, anybody got anything else? Uh, any uh, news? Uh, Umbridge, John, you got any, any? How's fight training going? Oh, it's uh, it's going mighty fine. I did. Uh, I trained Monday, Wednesday, fr- or uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, and then um, Thursday I went uh, when or Friday. Well, wait, 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 I don't know what day it is. Yeah, Thursday I went visited some friends in Fairmont for the fourth, and uh, one of my friends is um, well, old friends of mine is from Sweden, and his wife of a year or two or whatever is from Scotland, and so she comes over from Scotland every like quarterly to visit her husband. So I went and hung up with them. And it's just, it's nice hanging out with some different accents, I guess. And it's just, <laughs> um, it's really funny how, how few people can understand her. Even though I don't really have any problems understanding her. But there was like a couple things like, um, like she was like, oh yeah, the, she was like, this, the, this, the sighting, the setting. It sounded like she was saying siding. I'm talking about the house. And I was like, and she was like pointing up in the air. And, I was, and then I heard like, amb- like fire truck sirens because it was the fourth. I was like, oh, sirens. She was saying, sirens. Sirens. Because, like, see, when we pronounce the word, the letter R, it's got a R because it's pronounced R. Sometimes when they pronounce the word R, it's L. I can't do the accent, like, in sentences, but I can do certain words very well. Head! Move! Yeah, they they flip the vowels a lot. They do crazy things with the vowels. Um but no, that was fun. I just, just party with them. Um, it was a good, it was a good little trip, a little trip out of town. Uh, ate some Chinese food. It's racist. Yeah. He said he ate some Chinese food, not he wants to eat a Vietnamese baby. It's oh, definitely way yeah. less racist than what I was doing earlier, <laughs> and, and definitely way less racist than fucking. Well, we've come to expect that from you, Andrew. Malcolm Ten Keenan over here. <laughs> Trying to take mm. trying to take down the darkies, are you? <laughs> Jesus. Ain't no way that squid came from chalky bloodlines. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if that's it, then we should end the show then. Yeah, we'll say yeah, I said Dutch me and you both have things to do in Charleston. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh we didn't introduce that that's been Andy Frampton, the deep voice. <laughs> we, uh, nobody gives a shit. I'm starting my own podcast soon and these three guys are gonna come battle me and my two cohorts, so nobody gives a fuck. Actually, what's actually going battle. to be the name of your podcast? We don't know yet. I keep saying we should just call it another pointless podcast, but uh, one of the guys claims he swears he's heard that already. How so. about Blanket Fort Radio? And we can have Blanket a Fort. Yeah, because we that was a that is that a was a that was throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first year and a half or so, I remember you guys. We had a big battle. With yeah, them. you guys were asking, "Are you from the Blanket Fort podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> then we could like team up. 
and do like cross promote. We could we could have our own extended universe. We could find somebody. I think we should. We could find somebody that has, does a couch cushion fort radio <laughs> and really team up on them and fuck shit up. We've yeah. got to learn their passwords so one of us can infiltrate. I bet it's Cookie. Cookie. What kind of a vagabond uses couch pillows? And couch. Couch cushions for a fort. I well, know. I mean, the kind of vagabonds who grew up in a house only with two fucking bedrooms, nine kids, and had to sleep on the goddamn floor <laughs> using a couch cushion as a pillow. Not as a bedding, but as a pillow. Because it was fucking two, two cushions. Can you imagine trying to scrunch kids. up a couch cushion oh, to God. get that perfect lay down, you know? I can't imagine it because I've actually done it. Uh-huh. I know it for real. I do know that I don't know about your physical form, You've but had my a hard physical life. form, uh, tip of shoulder to ear right here, perfect thickness for a couch cushion. <laughs> lay on your side on the floor. You know how I know this? Because I had I threw a 23rd birthday party. Party in a presidential suite at a hotel I'm banned from now. <laughs> was I at that you one? You were. <laughs> Which hotel is that? Ah, it was that party. That party. The embassy suites we in Charleston destroyed, we destroyed that fucking, fucking room. room. Um, uh, Are you still banned from it? <laughs> I Never went tested it out. Uh, the fucking embassy suites in Dayton, Ohio, wouldn't let me stay there. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if like there's a black box file or what. But uh, yeah, everybody else passed out. It was uh, down to me, Chuck. Uh, Curtis, Curtis bu- Mayfield, Curtis Mayfield. Wow, uh, my buddy, my buddy Chris, and uh, Bailey was there. Brandy was there. Uh, Shaquana was there. Shaquana was there, and Leanne. That was the last ones in the fucking room. I remember leaving that fucking place. You had a burlap sack full of beer. <laughs> I did, and we were walking, and we were all so fucking hungover. Like, yeah. Um, it, this, this is how bad it got at six 30 in the morning. We ran out of Red Bull. So people decided since there were still Jaeger, they were going to make Jaeger bombs with Jaeger and Bud Light. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. And God bless them. They got through two rounds of it before people started dropping out. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And you got to think this was all like 20 to 22 year old kids. Fantastic. And there's people that can really hold their liquor. Yeah. Well, this was, I'm, I'm betting money that the elevator looked bad at one point between kicking everybody out and passing out and us actually going home that day. It mm. was, it was a rough one. Tremendous. Anyway, yeah. anyway, let's, uh, thanks for listening. You bunch of faggots. Um, I do not, uh, advocate no, the, that's that our, language. That's the nickname for our fans. Oh, is it? Yes. All right. Yeah. They gave it to themselves. All right. So I didn't, uh, I didn't repeat just, it over and over and over you, again. Are you just hoping years. my fan base becomes torch <laughs> monkeys or something like that? No, I would never say such a thing, but that would be because, awesome if it did. Because in any other context, only LGBTQ LMNOP people are allowed to use the word faggot. That's true. Very and true. John, you are a trans lesbian. I am an LGBTQ LMNOP person because I'm trans lesbian. I'm a ma- I was born a heterosexual man, but I became a lesbian woman. So I prefer being referred to as she, her, but I'm just a dude. Just like, hey, a straight dude. That makes just as much sense as everything else I've ever heard about these issues. <laughs> but, but, but I get the points. Right, right. You get the yeah. oppression points. Yeah, you get the oppression points. And you're not, you were thinking about being transracial for a while, but you're not anymore, are you? No, um, I think that, um, I think that uh, as, you know, white people are becoming more and more I mean, we are the majority. most discriminated yeah. discriminated against group so in the it's, world. it's, it's kind of like 50 but we're the well. toughest because we've gone through every discrimination possible we've never blamed another race that's right and that's how tough we are as Caucasians so Bruce Springsteen would say we are tougher than the rest yeah might be a reason why I don't like Bruce Springsteen hey you shut your mouth and you shut it now hey fuck him take her down about 25% fuck Bruce Springsteen I'm kind of I'm kind of like holding out and waiting for the right ethnicity to claim 
based on like the the ten million fucking different ethnicities that are blended into my genes. I can't wait. So to I can just, just cherry pick whichever one is. You know, can't wait for like twenty years from now. I'm gonna be like, I'm fucking Terran, okay? <laughs> I'm at least fifty percent Terran. Yeah, what's going on? The fucking DNA set test said that I'm point zero one Egyptian, so black, right? Blue Egyptian. That's like Jesus black too. It's not even like just. Yeah. that's not like African black. That's Jesus black. That's deep. Yeah, deep black. That's not like Nigerian black. If you could that's pick a deep Nile Delta. Del Rey, a song song to go out to. Yeah, um, 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 ride. Ride, yeah. Is that the one you would pick? That is the one I would pick. All right, here's some LDR coming to you from Pillafort Radio. News on the tens or whatever. I should try to do the news on the tens, weathers on the fives. <laughs> I should try to hit the uh, hit the post, but I don't think I can do it because I don't know the song that well. All right, thanks for listening. Go forth and fuck yourselves. That's right. Stop!